0: Hey there, folks. What do you know? It's the Udicast episode 253. Uh, No special theme this week. We're just sort of back to a regular episode. Uh, Kevin and I talked a little bit about coronavirus, a little about our Michelada video we just did, some follow-up from our last two weeks. Uh, We also came up with five pieces, well, plus way more because we couldn't limit ourselves to five of coronavirus content that we've been enjoying over this time that you might enjoy as well and where you can find them. And then we have a very extended mailbag question featuring our good friend from to utica, Justin Parkinson, who popped in to drink all my coffee. Uh, all that, folks, and so much more, as always. Uh, stay safe out there. Uh, be good to everybody. And as always, we are happy to have you here. Oh, Yeah. Items and such. Right, right. I bought this, um, and we're not getting sponsored by them, so I don't care saying your name. I mm-hmm. bought this Gold Peak brand tea. Iced mm, tea. A mistake. <laughs> oh, <laughs> you knew this already. A mistake, did you,
1: did you know that the Gold Peak brand is no good? You're way too far out for your own good in the gas station beverage coolers. you have gone too far astray. <laughs> uh,
0: so I bought this Gold Peak iced tea. And I bought the lemon, which because lemon iced tea is always pretty safe, I think. You can get any sort of lemon iced tea, and it's usually all right. Sure,
1: I feel like a lot of those are, like, too sweet. Yeah, yeah, that's fair. Too I'll sweet, too sugary. Most, a lot of these kind of beverages, are like, too, I feel like too sugary. I like the unsweet. I like the unsweet. But
0: I thought, all right, so let me try a different flavor. Mm-hmm. So I got this California Raspberry. Mm, let me tell you. A mistake. There are a few flavors that don't translate really well from, like, natural to artificial. I feel like raspberry is a tough a tough go. Artificial yeah. raspberry flavoring. I don't like any is... ras Yeah,
1: I don't like artificial raspberry. You know what it was? I uh, When I was younger, I drank a bunch of raspberry vodka in one evening. Yeah. So I bought bunch of them in a bottle. Like one of those, <laughs> really, one of those <laughs> really, really dumb things you do when you're young, like in high school, that kind of thing. Uh, and I got really, really sick. I remember I had to take my SATs the next day. Um, and ever since then, um, Ever since then, the taste of artificial raspberry, it used to make me, like, gag when I was younger. Now, I just don't like it. It's too sweet. It just gives me some bad vibes. I don't like it. Don't need it. Not for me. Uh, I have a similar story today. Okay. But in not raspberry. I assume it's
0: Smirnoff raspberry you're talking about. Like, Smirnoff Raz. Was that the one that people were drinking? Uh, that was before? the one. Yeah, yeah. Because that was everywhere when yeah. we were growing up. Mm-hmm. Uh, for me, it was Bacardi O, which was Ooh. orange-flavored rum. Uh, now, yeah, yeah. here's the thing. When I was a young Bacardi man Bacardi O was everywhere for a little while Everywhere And they also
1: made Bacardi O3 Which were the little like off Ice Zima style malt cooler beverages So you see people drinking
0: shots of Bacardi O And then follow Bacardi O3 Making Chaser a cocktail or of or Bacardi, Bacardi O
1: and O3 yeah. I would not do that do they I still would... make Bacardi O? They probably do we should oh man, when this we is all. We should get some Bacardi. o oh, and go see Vasalli. Is what we <laughs> you should drive do. out It's not social distancing. Uh, After no, this is done,
0: but uh, even to this day, because I used to chase it with orange Gatorade, stuff that made sense. I can't drink orange Gatorade. It makes me just think of like booze. Mm. Something about it. Something about the aftertaste. Of orange That's Gatorade. That's That's fair. It's haunted me for years. Orange Gatorade is like a lost flavor of, of mm. Gatorade for I me. See. Uh, welcome back to the show, folks. Episode 253. We've gotten to the segment where we're talking about
1: purchases we've made in in local convenience stores. <laughs> here in the pod. Oh, we as you are here taking chances on the Gold Peak Raspberry. <laughs> it was a mistake.
0: I, it was a mistake. You know what I, I'm kind of in the mood for now that we're still talking about it? I was really into those body armor drinks for a while.
1: Mm. Then I kind of got off of them. Because they're kind of expensive. Yeah, I mean, they're it's it's literally just an addictive product. They want <laughs> you to keep having them. like, oh, I got to go get my bottles of sugar water. <laughs> I got to run down and get my sugar water. Mm, That's sweet. how they get you. That's you sweet. keep buying more and more, and now you're like, well, fuck, I need four of them. Uh, special shout out this week before we start the show, by the way, because
0: I would not have been able to go into the gas station mm-hmm. if it weren't for the uh, the lovely masks sent to us by Gfop uh, Melfire Mel on Twitter. She's great.
1: She's a great follower of us. She sent us these masks. They're awesome. They are. They're excellent. It uh, Fits my face, which I appreciate. Yeah, it fits my face with very, uh, very little, little effort. You know, what I mean, resistance. Like, I have so many things that are too small. So I was going out there. What were you wearing before you got this mask? Scarf.
0: A scarf. right? Wrapping right, a scarf around my yeah. face like a, like a mummy. Do mm-hmm. you know what I mean? Um, yeah. And and then it, and here's the thing about wearing a scarf out there. You feel like a schmuck because people are looking at you like this poor, this poor bastard couldn't get a mask. Somewhere. I just felt
1: like a criminal. Like, I had this, like, I had this gray and black, like, one of those big, like, sort of, like, Middle Eastern style, like, scarfs, star- scarves yeah, tied around yeah, yeah. my face. Yeah. And, like, I had a hat on because it was cold out, and, like, I haven't had a haircut in weeks, so, like, yeah. I gotta just wear this hat for right now. And I'm walking into places, and I got my jacket on, boots on, and I'm like, oh my god, I feel these people are going to think I'm here to rob them. But like, you're supposed to do it, <laughs> but it just felt so disorienting to be rolling up into a place like a, a PetSmart or a grocery store and being like, yeah, I'm here, masked up. Very strange. So I'm glad yeah, to have the mask. Yeah, model. it's funny because I think our entire life
0: we have been uh under the idea that you're not supposed to like conceal your face you conceal your face yeah, time. right big time so time. it's just very strange for me because I, again I'm, same kind of idea i'll walk in with like i have a black rain jacket and i have like a back, my hair's crazy long right yeah, now up it's called out backwards hat on, hat on right like, i look like a mm-hmm. criminal I'm like, oh my god man i'm gonna get like mm-hmm. people are gonna think i'm stealing stuff got yeah, gotta yeah. walk in and just like hi everyone i'm here i'm not i'm not taking anything mm-hmm. just came in uh, I'll say that most stores I go to still look a little picked over. We're still in the picked over section.
1: I was at. I had to do. Uh, I had to do groceries yesterday, um, and I was in the mm. Hannaford up by the mall. Yeah, and they were they had everything. Yeah. It's like certainly a little picked over. There were like certain things here and there. Like they didn't have like boneless, skinless chicken thighs. You had to get like the bone in if that's yeah. what you're looking for. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Various, but it was also Sunday. People had been there all day. I went late. I tried to wait for the crowds to be done. I'd rather have it be picked <laughs> over, but less people in there. Um, um but yeah, it was they seem to have most everything. They had toilet paper in there, you know what I mean? And all that kind of stuff. So uh so most of our show right. most of our show this week will be
0: we have some mailbags questions we're gonna answer yeah, for yeah. the second half. Uh I do have one to start though, and this is from uh Suzanne on Twitter, who was very nice and retweeted a bunch of our stuff about the the blueprint episode. Yeah, yeah, shout out this. Suzanne. Uh she said she appreciated the two-part throwback. She has a question for us. Uh, what is the first thing we plan to do once quarantine is lifted? Restaurant, store, human to hug, etc. cetera. And then she threw along two throwback photos of us from 2007. I saw those. I saw those. What we'll, a time. We'll get back into the photos in a second, but let's start with the question. No, questions. we won't. It's a podcast. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I want to bring it up. Uh, what is the first thing you plan on doing once quarantine is lifted? I already answered this on Twitter. Uh,
1: I mean, answer it for the show because I didn't see it on Twitter. I've been A haircut. On Twitter. I'm America, losing. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I'm going wild. So I'm going to have to, I'm probably going to have to get a haircut before the quarantine is over and have to find a way. Mm. um, Because my sister was slated to be married at the end of May. That's that's correct. Um, And so obviously they had to Mm. punt on that and they're going to kick the party, but they're still going to do the ceremony. Do a small ceremony, but there's going to, you know, just like immediate, Mm -hmm. immediate family. Um, But I'm still going to have to be in pictures. And I would like to, I've got enough friends, enough, you know, good friends, cut hair and good relationships with uh, the barbers to hopefully be able to get one. But I am looking forward to getting a haircut, although I'm not really going anywhere, so I don't really care about the hair for the most part. Just rock a head on, push it back. Like, it's long, but it's kind of whatever. The first thing I'm looking forward to doing when quarantine is over, um, I can't wait to play a show. Mm. I got used to playing music again every weekend, playing out all the time. Um, I haven't touched my bass that much. I got used to touching it for hours and hours every week, playing all the time. Mm. I can't wait to get out and play a show uh, with a bunch of people and just have a good time and get back and play songs. Yeah. Play music real loud, and get out there and thrash. Mm-hmm. So that'll be that. Won't be the very first thing I do, but that's definitely the thing I'm most looking forward to.
0: Uh, well, I said haircut. Uh, I don't have a ton of other stuff. I'm like, suit. Like, I'd like to go to some restaurants certainly and get some food. Like to sit down in a nice restaurant for once, or mm. you know, have dinner with my parents, at their house. That'd be nice. You know, yeah, sit yeah, down yeah. with Mike and Angela. Um, That'd
1: be good. Yeah, go up and visit them definitely. Another thing that um, I can't wait to be able to go over to my brother's house Mm. and visit my niece. I haven't seen my niece since this started, you know, where everybody trying to play it as safe as we possibly can. That's another one. My brother does a great job Mm. of keeping us updated, you know what I mean, and sending us pictures and videos, but it's not the same, and, you know, especially when you're that young, you're developing like crazy, so. Kev, what are your
0: immediate thoughts on this photo she shared of you here at McGill's from back in 2007? I'm doing all
1: right. What do you think of that polo shirt? It's not a very 2007. It's not the best polo shirt, but it was the time. You know <laughs> it was what the mean? time. I remember I was I was killing it at the time. You know what I mean? It was working. So what can you say?
0: Uh, here's your boy Famo, which no one can see on the internet. Oh, it is me wearing a very tight t-shirt that it's has that tight. Mel Gibson on not it, and tight. it says Beyond Thunderdome. This was a good t-shirt. I don't know where this one ended up.
1: Uh, we can't do You can't have Mel Gibson t-shirts anymore. This was a different time and place. Mm-hmm.
0: Uh, oh, yeah. But I, I was saying I don't know why this shirt is so tight. I got some responses. Uh, a long-time listener, Pete, for guest said Schmedium. I don't know if that's mm, a. He's taking mm-hmm. a knock at me. Shout out to Pete. And then Gfop uh, L- Lyrics Chemist, who's been on the show many times. Mm-hmm, uh, mm-hmm. She said it's so tight, so you can see through all the angst. I don't know. What ah, there you go. That's also see. true. Yeah, you yeah, yeah. wanted to be showing off the <laughs> angst. The
1: angst was a key component. I've shown, especially as the front man. The front <clears throat> man needs to be angsty. I've shown
0: a couple kids over the years, like my young scholars kids, videos of us like playing shows because they get a good
1: laugh out oh, of it. Oh, those poor it. kids. Well, see, they, they. It's different too when you're the guy. Instead of, like, yeah. here's a video of me standing behind this guy. You are the guy at the microphone. Yeah. But uh, it's funny because they because they find out eventually.
0: You need to talk to him about, like, what you used to do. Because, yeah, sure, you know, when kids sure, get sure, to sure. know you, they want to know about what you were like, right? Mm-hmm. And I had to explain to them. I was like, this was an era when the shirts were tighter and the pants were bigger. Somewhere <laughs> somewhere along the way, I feel like it shifted. Now, shirts are a little bit looser yeah, and yeah. pants are a little bit
1: tighter. Mm-hmm. By 2009. Yeah, somewhere along the way. By 2008 to 2008 2010 was when the switch really happened. I was watching some NBA. coming back around again. It is you're seeing like the I really know. like the really young kids, and like the different people like into fashion, and the people who are like the trendsetters and the yeah. you are seeing big baggy pants now. It's <laughs> wild, what a time! It's
0: funny. I was watching some NBA draft footage, and it was from. Mm. No, it was some NBA Finals thing. It was from 19- 2013. And even then, it was like Tim Duncan for the San Antonio Spurs, who if you don't know who that is, he's a basketball player. And he's like walking through backstage, and his jeans are so big. Well, that was
1: notoriously <laughs> his thing as an individual, too. Having huge Tim pants. Tim Duncan would always wear ill-fitting, super oversized clothes. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I didn't know People that. People would always be like, Tim Duncan is this weirdo. Why doesn't he buy clothes that fit? And he's like, I got these ones. They work just fine. Um, so, I do have some coronavirus stuff. Uh, I want to get into one last thing, though. I hope you don't have any coronavirus no, no. stuff.
0: Uh, so... Last, I guess it was Friday when we taped it. Uh, we put up a 10-minute video on Maiden Utica. Some of the first, like, content we've put mm, out during the, the coronavirus Or period. any
1: other time. Or, or, <laughs> or any other time. Once it went to a physical location, it became tougher to crank video content in the same way. It's true. You know, There's only um, so much time that goes around.
0: And even when I was talking to Justin about it afterwards, to make a 10-minute video, I think people don't understand how long it takes to make a 10-minute video. It took a well, full 24 uh, hours. Well, and
1: especially the fact that he's kind of the guy. Like, most of the trains that have to be driven out of Maiden Utica Station have to be driven by him, and there's only so much of him to go around. Um. Uh, I enjoyed doing the Michelada video though Made in Utica Micheladas
0: which essentially is and I'll give you guys the inside story on this this all started like most Made in Utica things start which is uh, at least for me is I'll make some sort of offhand comment to Justin about something, and then within two days, the narrative has been ripped out of my hands. So you probably
1: <laughs> just said to him, Oh man, you ever had a Michelada? I could go for one of those. That's 100,000%
0: what See, happened. I knew it. I was sitting there, I was like, I Yeah, it. you know what I could go for right now is a Bloody Mary, or you know what? A Michelada. Which he's like, What the hell's a Michelada? Um, somehow
1: within 24 hours, he had spinned it into
0: <laughs> yeah, Michelada in utica.com. <laughs> yeah. Well, I, I, I give him credit because uh, I thought the video was pretty good. I thought we did a nice job. Uh, I was really in the zone for
1: Michelada for like 24 hours after that too, thinking about it. I was like, man. Did you enjoy it once you had made it as oh, much yeah. as did it live up to the hype in your head? I actually liked it better than I remembered. Ooh, cool. <laughs> if that makes any sense. Cool.
0: I, cool. Uh, I, I was because I, I had a feeling it was going to be underwhelming because mm-hmm. I was like, man, I don't need really to make these myself. I had something a bartender like that. Makes it for me.
1: I had that. It's tough sometimes, and I noticed like especially in these quarantine times when we're making things. Where there's things like that where you've got this soft spot in your heart. Like, oh, I really want this Michelada. And then it's, will it live up to the hype when I make mm. it myself? Uh, I enjoyed it, though. I was glad we did it. Fun little video. Uh, if people really like it, like, it got,
0: like, I don't know what, num- I don't know what numbers are good. Yeah, we can for, talk like, about the, the numbers. We don't, talk, we don't talk about numbers. Well, the numbers I thought were pretty good for the first, like, only it Seemed two like days. people enjoyed yeah. it. Yeah, uh, But if people like it, I think maybe we could probably be talked into some sort of, like, cocktail series where people pick a different cocktail.
1: You know, I was thinking about that because I saw the video and it was going on and I sort of came late to the party because Justin turned into like a huge thing. I'm like, I'm not going to jump in. I don't even know what's happening here. Let it float doing, um, but I, it would be fun to do a different cocktail if people are going to get ingredients and, Figure out, like, a different thing. I certainly know a lot of cocktails from my days behind the stick, so to speak. (laughs) Well, Well, I pulled up a list
0: of, like, beer cocktails because actually the original conversation we were having was about food trucks. That's how we got to the Michelada discussion. Mm, We're like, you know, if you wanted to serve some sort of alcoholic drink out of a food cart, like a Bloody Mary or something, it's hard because you need a liquor license. Yeah, not yeah. to say that a beer license is that much easier to get than a liquor license. 100%, that's 100 true. Is it? Yeah. Really. I mean,
1: it's not like it's not that it's like a cakewalk, but that's right. an entirely different world. Yeah, yeah. You can. It's much easier to get. But a Michelada, like a beer cocktail,
0: could be something you could probably get around if you had yeah. like one or two drinks that had it. Yeah. yeah. I looked at you
1: saw Micheladas and you saw wine slushies.
0: Micheladas and wine slushies. Well, yeah. Call
1: wow. me. I'm here. <laughs> <laughs> um... Something, I did look up a list of other
0: beer-based cocktails. I'm just going to throw a list at you since you're a former bartender type guy. Mm, former
1: bar, I'm not that type of guy anymore. <laughs> <laughs> you ever had a red eye? You ever made a red eye for somebody? Uh, when I think of a red eye, I just think of a shot of espresso and a cup of coffee. Okay. Is what a red eye is to me.
0: This is essentially just beer and Clamato. It's like a Michelada with oh, none of the other stuff yikes. in it.
1: Uh, this just has shandies, which essentially is a beer. Yeah, yeah beer and lemon. I feel like that was popular for a minute. Definitely. Definitely. Shandy's had a big moment. Shandy's were big, and then shandies gave way to ciders, gave way to like White Claws and stuff.
0: So they cut their feet out in a room, I think the, the seltzers really
1: yeah, yeah. undercut a lot of this did stuff. Did to cider what cider did to Shandy. Mm. Yeah, yeah. Grapefruit Radler. Shandy, by the way, if you, uh, if you were somebody local, we got a lot of local listeners, sure. so I'll say oh, real yeah. quick. You're home, you're drinking, you're doing your thing. If you miss Saranac Shandy, mm-hmm. and you want exactly Saranac Shandy... You have to get Minute Maid Lemonade, has to be Minute Maid, and you have to get Utica Club, you go 50-50, and mm. you will have Saranac Shandy in your oh, cup. Yeah. Love that. So, if you're looking for something to drink, if the weather ever gets warm again, snowed <laughs> last night. My sister sent me a video of a No, home. that's they not got, real. Just, she lives on Dodgeville, yeah, they got God. snow. It was a whiteout. That sounds... It was a whiteout when she was going home. All right, I got
0: one for you. Grapefruit Rattler. You ever heard of that?
1: Uh, it's essentially the, a Shandy. <laughs> so, what's it like? Grapefruit juice and beer? Yeah, grapefruit juice and beer. I could be into that. I can't believe nobody's making grapefruit IPAs. There's a free mm. one for the folks. I don't see many of them if there are. I'm sure somebody does. All right,
0: so here's one for you. This is one I'm into. It's called the French Monaco. Okay? Mm. It is pomegranate syrup, lemonade, and beer. So one-to-one mix, lemonade and whatever. It's beer. Like pomegranate shandy.
1: Yeah. yeah. Yeah,
0: okay. I'm into that. And then a Jamaican Guinness punch. This is the weirdest one I found. I, I think mm. I talked to you about this. This is a milk-based cocktail. Uh, it is Guinness a cup of whole milk, a half a cup of condensed milk, and one egg white. And then you blend it up. It's probably good. Yeah, probably <laughs> It's probably good. Pro- I, I understand. I have,
1: con- like, we don't use condensed milk, but condensed I mean, I, like, we don't see a lot of condensed milk in our lives, I suppose, but that's basically uncooked caramel at that point. And then <laughs> yeah. the egg white seems strange, but, like, I, I eat egg whites all the time. You know what I mean? So I guess it's not that strange.
0: Uh, I've watched a lot of YouTube content recently and they yeah. made a video about uh, cocktails and one of them that I saw was an egg cocktail was that was it the gin fizz ramos and I've been Yeah, I'm kind of I'm I'm kind of fascinated by that so if there's any bars that open up ever again that want to make a, a I, gin, know some, I know some people to make
1: that for you me make that for, for sure. me. no no not me I'm not your guy but I can send you some bartenders that we happen to do that for you locally um
0: and before we get into what is essentially the coronavirus news portion before we close up this section mm want we'll to talk about Zoom for a second and these video platforms because mm-hmm. we did the Michellata video via, not Zoom, but a similar, exactly the same platform with yeah, a different yeah. name. And then on Saturday, I had to do a six-hour DASA training, for anyone who doesn't know what that is. I
1: didn't even put the pieces together that that was a Saturday until you just said that. I remember you having to do that and it being horrible, but I didn't put the two and two together that was a Saturday. That's and an injustice. Nine in the morning until, supposed to be 3 p.m. This guy finished up around,
0: like, one thirty.
1: Every time in my life, I think, that I've ever been to something where it's like... Like, when I was a kid and you have the five-hour yeah. class, or, like, when I went to various licensing classes I've had yeah. to take for various licenses that I've carried. Otherwise, um... And it's always, like, oh, it's this eight-hour class, this six-hour class, this five-hour, we got a three-hour, and they never last that long.
0: Yeah. Ever. <laughs> they ever. never do.
1: They don't want to be... First off, Zoom and
0: this... Vi- I... I have... Of a newfound respect for people who have, like, mm-hmm. jobs, essential jobs that you're on Zoom or FaceChat yeah, every yeah. day now. Because th- it sucks. It's yeah, not yeah. fun. The audio's crummy. Like, no matter what you do, the audio's kind of bad. The service mm-hmm. just... it. It's just too much bandwidth. Like, I had no windows open. It's like, this thing is dangerously low on CPU. Yeah, yeah, I'm like, sure. you gotta be kidding me.
1: Your computer's sweating. Ah, God, it
0: sucks, <laughs> man. Uh, and I guess that... And I hate the phrase new normal more than almost anybody. Uh, but I wonder... How many people are going to realize that you can do these jobs now without anything, without having to go to an office now Hopefully. because of this? Hopefully. I,
1: yeah. The the more that we can decouple um, your job from your location, mm-hmm. I think for the most part, the better it gets. Now, that does create its own problems. It's not just like you can yeah. all zip over to everything online. But, I mean, think about the notion of, you know, like you worked, you you lived in New York City, right? Yeah. I did. Um, listeners on the show might know you lived down in New York City for quite some time. <laughs> yeah, yeah, quite some time. But so, one of the main reasons you left there is because it was so goddamn expensive, right? Very expensive. And But even if you worked and, like, you know, you weren't, it wasn't really the field you were in, you had other things you can do. But even if you were working down there, right? Say you were in New York City and you worked at, like, some tech company or you were some sort of job, whatever, right? Mm. And you're living all right, you're doing pretty good in New York City, but you, you met some girl, you want to get married, you think it'd be great to have a house, but, like, you know, you got to be in New York to work. Yeah. Now, if you no longer have to be in New York to work and you can go live in saratoga or like whatever small town you want if all you need is the internet connection you could choose to go move out to newport new york and still work for a tech company in new york and go down once a month to check in that's an extreme example but if you can get people being able to live wherever they want where cost of living is lower to fill in some of these places where people are moving out everybody would love to live with a bunch of nice little land and out somewhere you know what i mean but not everybody can because they gotta go to work i struggle honestly with the digital aspect of it I am a guy who works better
0: going into a place
1: yeah I don't know what it is something about it the, you, the structure it helps of you it. make the brain change yeah helps you make the brain change yeah. yeah yeah,
0: I struggle to like get in the zone when I'm just here by myself because you all
1: have right. every single one of your distractions yeah you know it's your home that's where all your stuff yeah. is yeah. and all your stuff is way cooler than work it's true. You know what I mean. You oh, go cool. to work so you can get your stuff.
0: <laughs> <laughs> uh, so let's get into a little bit of coronavirus stuff. Uh, and you actually told me this. I didn't know about this when I when I was doing the write up. You announced today that Saranac announced that no summer series.
1: I made the announcement. Um, I can't say for sure about the summer concert series. I don't know about yeah. those. Da- those will probably go date by date with the promoter. If I had to guess, with my yeah. I, you know I don't work there anymore. Mm-hmm. I'm not privy to what goes on. But based on my experience of my time yeah. there, uh, putting together you know, Thursdays, the Thursdays of concerts, everything. I would imagine they're probably still going on a date by date concert because they yeah. tend concerts tend to hit a little bit later in the summer, into August and September a bit. So I think they probably mm-hmm. still have some room to wait and see there. Um, but I heard some, uh, number one, this isn't surprising. No, we knew no, they were going to cancel that. Saranac Thursday. We were going to play the first one we were scheduled to play. It's the the end of May. You mm-hmm. know, before my sister's wedding, like it's not a feasible timeline to get twenty five hundred people out there. Um, I saw some people saying that it's a little bit of an overreach. They had to cancel the whole saranac thursday which runs to the beginning of september yeah um whether or not you think that's true i don't think that's true anyway yeah. i think that realistically you're probably looking at that either way but knowing how saranac thursday works how it's put together and how much work goes in to make the, the infrastructure and the organization go around and the hiring that you have to do for it and the staff that you have to have on hand and have trained and all the temporary staff and all the volunteers you coordinate all the different you know the vendors the people who do sound the bands uh the food the police who do the security every different thing like that uh, you have to have all that stuff going and moving. You can't really do it if you're not doing it, right? So it's you can't just cancel yeah. a sector and wait and see, because most of that work... I mean, unless you're counting the day-to-day stuff, moving things onto site, most of the work to make Saranac Thursday happen, 70% of it happens before the gates open for the first Saranac of the year. Yeah. Yeah. You know, I mean, that might be an overshot in the number, but a, mo- the majority of the work happens before the gates open for the first time. So it's not really feasible yeah. to figure out to do it, so they'd cancel the whole thing, um, but... Yeah, it's crazy to see. It's going to be a quiet summer. Well, it's it's very strange. This has been a week where you have six states
0: mm-hmm. essentially that are reopening softly. Mm-hmm. You have Florida, South Carolina, Alabama, Georgia, Mississippi, Tennessee, all essentially like sort of opening back up for business. Sort of, they say up and down. I mean, uh, but it feels like up here that we are sort of most people I know from the education side, and I won't name names because you mm-hmm. know this is information I'm getting from friends of mine. Uh, but most
1: teachers, most people do not think, especially in New York, that we are going back to work anytime. There's soon. no chance, There's you're, no you're not going change. back. There's no I told chance. you the day that they sent you guys yeah. home. You're not nobody. Anybody who thought you were going back are people who still are people who have a tough time facing hard truths about life and want to keep their head buried in the sand. Is what that really is. Yeah. If you want to, you know, call a spade mm-hmm. a spade. Yeah, we knew the second that you guys got popped off, school was not resuming. Yeah, and it might they might get some kids back together for a little graduation ceremony, theoretically maybe, and. Some of these insane, you know, southern states with uh, certain certain governance structures uh, mm-hmm. that they have may try to push to reopen, and people may talk about it, but, like, uh, realistically, that's just not the way it's going to be. And I'm glad we live in New York and not, mm. like, fucking Georgia, Georgia or wherever. Know. You know what I mean? It makes me glad to live in New York State uh, at this time, for sure. Well, uh...
0: And the other side of that story, Dr. Fauci is out here saying that we need to get to at least double our viral testing before we even think about reopening
1: 100%. The country. Yeah, nobody's getting so, tested. Nobody's yeah. getting shit. Nobody's doing anything. We're just sitting at home. Uh, there are the tests available. Nobody has the tests.
0: I mean, we just watched that video uh, of Trump talking about all the different things. And, you know, now is the worst time for Trump to be the person he is, I think. Just for a guy who just says whatever the hell he thinks all the time and just convinces himself to right? With in the face of things that are so like dangerous and so based in like science and nuance and like years of research just be willy nilly out there saying what you want and putting people in danger is really scary like we can all laugh about like all oh, bleach injections and oh he's gonna you know ultraviolet lights but people take him seriously unfortunately and it just makes me scary it just makes me scared about the world out there i don't know i don't i don't I, we haven't talked too much about him sure. recently but uh i don't know man Dudes, a, dude's a maniac, and makes me nervous. That this is the guy at the head of this when this is going on.
1: I mean, yeah, it's been the guy. This has been the problem the whole time. Yeah. Um it's that's that's been the the reoccurring. I can't I can't believe I'm not I don't I don't want to delve too too far into yeah, yeah. the president and that stuff because it's, it's it's ad nauseum. You know what I mean? um it's not helping people for him to go out there. He shouldn't be doing it, but that's who he is. That's what you expect from it. Sure. And good. Let him go out. Let the, people, let the people see what's happening to his brain. Like, I can't... Mm. The thing that's most frustrating to me is people are still talking about him uh, seriously. Like, he's a, a serious, cognizant, functional adult, and I don't really think that's mm-hmm. the case anymore. Um, I think you're starting to see some unraveling. I think you're starting to see some really... Uh, not starting to see, but I think you're seeing worsening... Of certain patterns that are very, very consistent with neurodegenerative decline and uh, dementia and different Mm. things like that that go on. And it's frustrating to watch everybody all of a sudden be like, oh, you know. I I I'm, I'm not getting into it. I'm not. I can't do it anymore. The sarcasm. I thing. can't do it anymore. All right.
0: The sarcasm thing is malicious. That's all I thought this week. I, that drove me nuts. Like him saying some dumb shit, be like, "Oh, I was being sarcastic to troll people." Like that. No, nah, that's malicious. Dude. No,
1: no, it's not even malicious. That's covering for I'm so embarrassed that I'm getting made fun of that I have to make up this ridiculous yeah. line start to cover because it's nar- It's narcissistic injury. You yeah. see an angry narcissistic personality disorder when they feel embarrassed and stuff like that, they lash out and they just keep making up stuff. Oh, I was being sarcastic. Oh, actually, I I meant to say that. Yeah. I meant to make mm-hmm. that mistake because you can't bear to think that people are laughing at you, even though you're a laughing stock. It's okay to be wrong, guys. As your brain
0: melts. It's okay to be
1: wrong sometimes,
0: and yeah, it's okay yeah. to be, admit when you're wrong.
1: It's alright. yeah, 100. That's a big thing too. You'll see with a lot of folks. It's okay. Like it's okay to admit that you made the wrong choice. And maybe you're wrong. You backed the wrong horse. I and mean, then furthermore, you know. All right, let's move on. We'll do something. Uh, we'll do something fun uh,
0: in this next segment. we we'll be back in just. A Something uh, I've been sort of thinking about doing this for the last few weeks, but honestly, I'm like two weeks away from graduation. I don't know if I talked to you about
1: this. Like, I'm I'm done. I'm almost nice. finished. Nice. Not nice. It's gonna get like talk uh, about coasting on your last semester. Well, that's what You've I'm been saying. Been doing nothing but staying home and hanging out in <laughs> your sure. last semester. Uh, but home every day, as a matter of fact. It's super weird. Honestly, I can imagine because
0: it feels like this big thing that I've been building up for for the last however many years is gonna end. Not with like a big triumph. Not with but a bang, bang, but a whimper. Yeah. yeah, no bang, just a whimper. Yeah, uh, but Narrative, I, it's narratively poetic. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, yeah. yeah. I mean, you can sell that? It's about right. We
1: can I mean, sell that. Hunter.
0: Hunter College was in, when I graduated. Hunter, I didn't walk. I didn't go to my ceremony because no one was in New York. No one knew when it was. My mom was going to come down, but I was like, ah, whatever. And I just didn't walk. Right. Yeah. Very anticlimactic ending to Hunter. Right. Like, uh, so I, I kind of was. Half and half. Unlocking. I used to have a
1: teacher that made a really big deal about a teacher or professor that made a really big deal about how if you're ever going to have a ceremony or graduate or something like that, you got to walk, you got to go to the ceremony, you got to do these milestone things because it helps you give the bookend and the closure. Um, I've never really bought it, to be honest with you. It feels like very, I don't know, I guess it's nice, but like
0: it's nice, it's nice not for me, but I guess for like my mom and Mike be nice sure like yeah if, that, that's fair that's you know one of those things you do for your family I i'm not it's less for me like in new york if they weren't coming i'm not going 100%, it's just yeah, me What yeah. am i there by myself hey everybody thanks there's, <laughs> no, one there, there's no one there to cheer me i don't care you know, no nose so <laughs> dano goldstein do <laughs> you know what i will <laughs> say the gallery dano true story about what a good friend dano is my buddy dano i told him this years later that like i didn't go to my graduation because i didn't think anyone would come and he like got mad at me he's like why did you think we wouldn't that's true. Like come to That's support. Your boys would he come. was he was like annoyed that I yeah, yeah. thought that I I, like, I'm saying. I didn't mean it like He would come like.
1: up here if you told him you were graduating up here, he would come here for it. Yeah. I'd be willing to bet. If he if there was if he could. Uh I mean
0: most of those dudes probably would have. I mean, Adam was another one who got mad at me. My buddy Adam got mad at me for saying that. too. either way. Uh so this week though, I have tried to find a little more time to do some sort of like content that I enjoy just to keep myself from going. Like, uh, crazy. I was playing too many video games. I was like, mm. I just wanted to do something different. So yeah, I, yeah, I, man, got I hear con- you, bud. I got content all over the board here I wanted to talk about. I have five pieces of
1: content. Uh, oh, that's so funny. Me, too. Hey, what do you know? It's like we chatted. Uh, do you, would you like to, to be fair, over? I've got like five categories with ten things. Like and <laughs> <to laughs> yeah, no, I'm with you, too. And I'm a fucking glutton for content. Uh, do you want to go first, or would you like me to go first? Uh, no, man, go, go. You set the tone.
0: All right, so I'll start first with the movie I watched last night. Okay. Uh, it was from 2017. This is it a movie called I Tanya? It is
1: on Hulu. Oh, you've been waiting to watch I Tanya for a minute.
0: Yeah, and I think this is this happens sometimes for me. I think I get invested in watching a movie that no one else seems interested in watching besides me. And this was one of those movies. I think like, I, like Parkinson when I told him I watched it, he was like, "This was just fine." He'd already seen it. Yeah. Uh, you never really seemed all that hyped to watch it with me. Uh, I, you, you know, because I mean? you're
1: a you're a hand grenade when it comes to movies, and you've got that remote. You might just send it on a movie at any given time. Like you're you're known to like if you're just scrolling through some movies, no matter what time it's like, Oh, I guess I kinda wondered about this so just, bam, it's on. Yep. And I it's have just to. There. I and have it's just, to. Because I will get uh-huh. lost in my own head of so Scrolling
0: around, yeah, yeah, So I'm sitting around mm-hmm. and I'm thinking, like, I mean, I'll watch the Leftovers, yeah, I'll yeah, watch yeah. The Wire, or I'll watch Better Call Saul, all smart, all smart, all smart. Decisions. And then in typical me fashion, it's like, you know what? Let me just do something totally out of left field. That... A movie
1: is always good though, because at least with a movie, you watch it and it's over, right? You know what I yeah.
0: mean? Yeah. It was nice. It was. A... I'll say this though. I have a very quick critique. Of this. I'm not going to spoil it because you already know what happened. It's a real story. You know what I mean, yeah, yeah. This is a movie that very much wants to be Goodfellas. Yes. And there's a lot of movies I've noticed. In the
1: sense that it's a movie made after 1990. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah,
0: but it's very much like doing that thing yeah, yeah. where, like, Margot Robbie is, like, looking at the camera, acting out a scene of her doing something crazy, saying, like, this is all bullshit. This never really happened. This is a lie. But, like, while the scene is playing
1: out. Sure, it's, sure, it's sure. Fourth
0: wall breaks. Very much yeah, so. Yeah.
1: yeah. And I think that... Well, it seemed that way because even the trailers and the marketing were very much like her talking directly at the camera. Like, I'm going to be right here with you, the viewer, telling you my story directly while I'm also in this. Are we going to be talking
0: about the movie Deadpool in the future as the movie that really opened up the idea of you could make a ton of money with a character who's addressing the audience in the theater, like, out, like more than, like, Ferris Bueller's
1: Day Off. Uh, depends how much you Marvel fanboys get your fingers in the revisionism of history. Well, Ferris Bueller's Day Off is what I think of Fer- the first one, Ferris right? Bueller is huge. There's, yeah, there's definitely movies that came before, but, right. I mean, Deadpool proved that it's still very much prescient, a thing. yeah. And,
0: and I just mean that I think a lot of these new movies are copying that idea, right? Yeah. I look at, like, that new Suicide Squad movie, which
1: also has Margot Robbie, and that's mm. also doing this thing, like, I, yeah, yeah. Uh, anyway. Well that's also, I mean, that's a big Scorsese thing as a whole, too. Yeah. Like you saw Jordan Belfort do that in Wolf of Wall um. Street, DiCaprio and them guys. Besides
0: that, yeah. the fact that this is obviously a this movie wants to be good, fellas really bad. Sure. It's a really entertaining movie simply because the cast is really good. I, I guess mm-hmm. I don't think I need to sell Margot Robbie on anybody out there. She's got like a really high uh like Her stock is high, right? Stock now. is high, but yeah. man. She really carries this movie. Mm. And Tanya Harding, not a particularly likable person. No, not likable at all. And yet somehow she has that fine line of drawing you in. Also, Sebastian Stan is in this movie. You know who Mm -hmm. Sebastian Stan is? For folks out there who don't know, he's uh, the Winter Soldier in the Marvel movies. He's Bucky Barnes. I find him to be an absolute drag in those Marvel movies. He's like the worst character. He's so boring. He's an absolute delight in this movie. He's quite good. I was like, wow, Sebastian Stan. Uh, I don't think this is a, an A-plus movie. This is like a really good B movie. It's like a B-plus, mm. but it's a really easy watch. It's a really interesting movie, and I don't think you'll... It's sort of like a sugary cereal. I really enjoyed it in the process, and when it was over,
1: I remember very little of it. Mm, except no, that I enjoyed right. it. And I understand. I, yeah. I understand. So there you go. I, Tanya was my number one. Well, since I knew that you were kind of hitting category by category, I think that's how I ended up with a few extras. So I've got a couple movies uh, on mine that I know are either streaming or that I watched recently. Mm. Um, I watched the movie The Other Guys last week <laughs> yeah. with yes. uh, Russell Crowe <laughs> and Ryan Gosling. Yeah, okay. Where one of them's a private investigator, the other one is like a, an enforcer hitman of okay. thing.
0: Is this The New Guys or The Other Guys?
1: This one of those movies is Will the Nice Guys. The Nice Guys. Nice Guys. The so Nice Guys. Okay, Thank okay, okay. Think. This is the problem with this movie. This is why nobody saw this movie. And I, I thought it was a delight. So this is why I didn't see when it came out because I couldn't figure out what the hell the, the name nice was. guys. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. The okay. other guys, no, that's Mark Wahlberg, right? Yeah, Mark yeah, Wahlberg, and Will Ferrell. Is get that out of here. That's a good movie though too. Yeah. That's uh, I do like that movie. Yeah. The nice guys though, I wanted to see this. This is yeah, the nice guys. And Russell yeah. Crowe and Gosling, where they're like a private investigator and like a detective and this and that, and they're it's like a buddy comedy. Is it a comedy? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a buddy comedy, but it's also like ac- it's full mm. action. Like they're full on going after people and like. Trying to catch up with folks like there's this mystery, like, where's this girl you gotta find? And it's very like not noir in feel or look, but in style of story. Like they're out there mm-hmm. in LA and just like down on their luck and like you know, wrong side of the tracks, all that kind of stuff. But they're hilarious and excellent in it. Uh mm-hmm. those two excellent chemistry together, and the little girl who's in it was Gosling's daughter is great. Mm-hmm. Really enjoyed it. It was a it was a treat. What's Gosling's like where
0: where does Gosling rank right now? Like if he's not like the upper tier, he's not a Brad rank. Pitt level, right? He's no, he's not old enough. Yeah, he isn't out there long. Enough. He needs Rap like Bits, a. Bits in his 50s. Does he need like a big hit of some sort? Like a? Does he need like like a still an Apex Mountain movie for Gosling, or is the Notebook that movie for
2: him? No, yeah, definitely. He's
1: definitely done a lot more since uh, Drive. The maybe Notebook certainly. Um, I he would like to open up to another gear. He would. I'm sure I, at some point yeah. he would like to hit another level of prestige. Um. Been gone for a while. He might come back around. Or something. Yeah, I feel like
0: I haven't seen him very recently.
1: Yeah, he was in a lot. It's just like I feel like a lot of actors do this, where they'll do a bunch of movies over a couple of years, and you don't see him for a couple of years. He's probably spending that money. Russell Crowe had an amazing run. I think people forget yeah, about. Yeah, now Russell. he can't get a job. <laughs> no, he's in that movie. Well, because he, nobody wants to cast him because he's always hammering and fighting everybody. <laughs> that is true. Yeah, he's, not, he's an out of control <laughs> drunk maniac. But that is movie, he good too. in it though? He's great. Yeah. Yeah, he's because he's an out of control <laughs> drunk maniac. <laughs> like, <laughs> it's not. Yeah, it's funny. Um, um, but then I got two that I saw on Netflix. Um, if you want a throwback to a movie from like ninety seven, ninety eight, but it's like a murder mystery kind of investigation. But like the way movies in the nineties are a little more low stakes and a little more like campy, the type of thing you'd rent on video, probably. Yeah. Uh, the movie Kiss the Girls with Morgan Freeman and Ashley Ooh, Judd and Kiss Carrie Ellis. Yeah, yeah. Uh, based on the James Patterson novel uh, Detective Alex Cross. Mm-hmm. Uh, Morgan Freeman, he's he's really good in it. It's a mystery like who's. Who's snatching up these girls and what's going on? Like a bunch movie. of girls are getting killed. Definitely, it was the thing. Who's like, the girl in the movie again? Um, Ashley Judd Ashley is the main girl. Judd. There's a couple wow. other, but yeah, Ashley Judd is the main girl. Morgan Freeman, and it's a really good um, as far as mystery goes, mm. like it's actually pretty suspenseful where you don't really know what's going on. Kiss you can't really call it, and it's just the type of movie they don't make anymore. And it's like an hour and forty minutes on Netflix. Mm. If you're looking for some nice easy popcorn watching, you like a mystery, I would recommend Kiss the Girls. Um, and then also the movie The Invitation that's on Netflix. Invitation uh, is newer, horror independent, horror, yeah, thriller movie for sure. I know that Horror thriller. We A lot of people talk about it. It lands on a lot of lists. Um, this couple gets invited to a dinner party at the ex's house and people are at the dinner party and then the dinner party happens. Um, I see. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Interesting. Okay. One of those like suspenseful. It's got that dude uh, who looks like uh, budget Tom Hardy. Logan Marshall Green. Logan Marshall Green. That ah. dude who looks like Tom Hardy's like brother. This is on Netflix? Yeah, it's on Netflix. Huh, okay. Great. Definitely worth a watch. If you're into like creepy, atmospheric kind of horror style thrillers where you don't really know what's going to go on, you don't really see what's coming, hmm. um, definitely towards the vein of a movie like, um, kind of something in the way of like a get out or something with that kind of like contemporary horror style feel. Um, definitely worth a watch and not very long. It's is on Netflix. Is Us on somewhere? Uh, I think Us is on like HBO right now, but it'll be busting out soon enough, I think. Uh, all right, I'm gonna go number two. I'm surprised here. you didn't say Triple Frontier, by the way. I haven't watched it. Uh,
0: number two, uh, and this one I'm not gonna spend too much time talking about because we just did a whole podcast two weeks ago where we ranked television shows. Uh, but since we've gotten access to this Hulu account, we've been watching a lot of It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia, and I just think that I need to reevaluate where I put It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia in the pantheon of comedy television shows. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to sit here and tell you that it's the greatest show of all time. I think it's probably, I don't even know if my parents would like it. You I mean, like I don't think if I made my mom or my stepdad watch It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia, they would think it's funny. But I'm having a hard time coming up with shows that make me laugh harder than that. And I, Top tier. What? Do you think that there's people who watch that show and don't realize
1: that they're doing satire sometimes, though? I don't know if I would put that fine of a point on it, but yeah, I bet there's people who watch it and don't get it. <laughs> yeah, right. I where, bet there's yeah. people I there's just like a lot of other things, just like when there's like kids' movies where there's jokes for adults slipped in. Yeah. I bet there's level gates to Always Sunny in Philadelphia where mm-hmm. there's stuff from people watching mm-hmm. where they don't get <laughs> a part of it or they're not getting the same yeah. thing from it that some people are getting. Um they don't catch maybe like some of the depth or maybe mm-hmm. some of the larger thematic kind of things that they get into. Not to like make yeah. it seem like it's what? a citizen cane or anything, but. well I do think though as a show mm.
0: It's got a weird legacy, right? It's never going to be known for winning tons of awards. It's not that kind of
1: show. And never, famously never won one. Famously like, never famously won Famously not one.
0: known for never winning one. But it's probably not given enough prestige for being as smart as it's a really smart television Super show smart. yeah yeah and I don't know if it's seen as a smart television well it's
1: show. also it's also tough when a the show they've always been smart uh, when talking about larger scale issues but get smarter and smarter and smarter yeah like that end of season 13 we watched with that episode called Mac finds his pride yeah' where he we're like all of a sudden it's like yeah. they're doing this it's all a setup where the whole episode's like not like good and it's weird they're making like lazy, like lame jokes and it's not making yeah. sense and you're laughing, but it feels cheap and you're like, man, these guys kinda of lost a step. And they come out of nowhere. Yeah. With the with the the sequence at the end and everything. Yeah. And you're just like floored. I yeah, like not do You guys do it, man. It's just <laughs> it was uh it's I think it's well worth yeah. a watch. So I'm I, with you on that. And all, the only reason I bring it up is I think if I had
0: watched more of it before we did our list, that show might have made it through another round. You all had I'm saying. yeah you yeah.
1: hadn't hadn't watched it in a while, for yeah. Sure. Yeah. All right Um, as far as TV shows for me, I, because we did the list as well, actually, Mm. um, I jumped back in because I've been thinking about some of the shows I've been encouraging you to watch. Mm -hmm. And I was trying to think of ones, what they would look like with fresh eyes to you who's never like really seen some of these shows. And the one that was least fresh on my mind that I've always wondered if you would like is Sons of Anarchy. Yep. I watched it all with my brother. I enjoyed it. Um, so I went back and started watching that just to see what it would look Mm -hmm. like to fresher eyes. And I found myself in, like I'm into like second season, just been watching episodes at night. Um... I enjoy it. I didn't think I was going to like it. I thought Biker Gangs was going to be a no-go yeah. for me. I thought a lot of that kind of stuff was going to be no-go. It's definitely a step below some of the most top prestige television. Yeah. It's a little more pulpy in the way something like a Walking Dead would be or something like a, um, you know. I don't know what it is about that show that had me off-put for some reason. It's the bike, It's weird Biker gang stuff. Yeah, I guess. 100%. Yeah, it was the same as me. It was the same stuff. Yeah. That The same reasons are I'm like, I don't want to watch this. These guys are in a motorcycle gang, like yeah. I don't really. But it's a lot more than that. It's a lot more interesting than that.
0: I think I was kind of thrown off by FX shows for a long time.
1: True, it was an it was a very early FX show. Yeah, because I don't I didn't really care about the shield. Speaking either, of, right? I mean, always sunny, but yeah, yeah, no, it was uh, right. it was definitely an early FX show before people realized that FX could do a drama. Yeah. I thought it was gonna be like a sci-fi Spike TV level show. I mean, it's definitely considerably better than that. <laughs> uh, considerably better than that, but it's nice because you can watch it without watching as closely as you watch maybe like a. You know, a Better Call Saul or uh, you know yeah. Leftovers or Game yeah. of Thrones or whatever else you might watch. Uh do you
0: have any other TV? I have I have a next one unless you have anything more TV um, you want to talk about.
1: I mean, besides the shows I always say everybody should watch. Um I, I really think people should watch Bates Motel. I do like that beer from you guys. You I know you don't even you've never seen her in right. anything. You've never seen <laughs> her in act anything. until you've watched Bates Motel. It's unbelievable. A revelation, it's um, so good. man this one well, you know what's oh. you know what's tough about Bates Motel that I will say in case anybody mm. actually listens to what I say and watches sure. this for some crazy reason it definitely takes a minute to get going mm. and it doesn't really like the, the where it reaches from like see it's got five seasons yeah where it goes from season three to five yeah. is just like stellar but one and two take a little more time to get up to speed and figure mm. out what kind of show they want to be especially season mm. one and that would be a barrier to entry for some folks night- but I see- man it pays off <laughs> I think people are just impatient sometimes with stuff like that. You oh big time. Yeah. big time. big time, big uh,
0: time. number three for me, and this is a controversial one, uh, and I'm mostly doing it for the story. the NFL draft happened this week. Oh God. Uh, and what's crazy about it is because you know, the NFL draft is something I normally would not care about, uh, especially with the bills don't have a pick in it and Ooh, I'm not I
1: spot a lie. Uh,
0: <laughs> this one bec- they had to do it all digitally, Sure. Right? This turned out to be the highest watched. NFL draft of all time.
1: Does and that surprise you in any way?
0: A little bit? How? Because it wasn't even like the people were. I, I didn't watch the whole thing. We watched it the first hour and turned it off because I didn't care anymore, but I'm surprised that. I just guess. I've never watched it before. I just guessed that I didn't realize how desperate we are as a culture for sports.
1: Well, plus people still love football too. Yeah. You know yeah. what I mean? Like people still love football too. People have nothing else. I don't, I don't know if it goes to speak to. On all capital letters, how desperate we are as a country, and what sports really mean to us. But I think it's one of those things, just the notion where people literally have nothing new to watch. Right, it's content. Nothing new yeah. to see. Nothing new at that level coming out. I think there's probably a lot of people who turn around and say, "Well, shit, I got nothing going on. I'm flipping the channels. This is weird well, content. Let's see what this is." Well,
0: maybe it's just in my little, you know, like bubble universe. But I feel like everyone I know is talking about this Michael Jordan documentary, right? This last year's Michael Jordan documentary. Mm-hmm. And it's like, is this just because it came out because there's nothing else on? Like, and people are desperate? No, of course
1: not. No, it's both. That would be such a huge deal either way. Yeah. Yeah, the the final season, the Jordan Bulls mm. behind the scenes. I'm holding this off on that. This would be the world. The way. I mean, yeah, we're not. Listen, we haven't slipped into an alternate universe. Like, yeah. that would be a big deal either mm-hmm. way. It's probably. It's definitely getting some extra burn and yeah. some extra talk because of the content. Like, Michael Jordan's still a meme machine. People would still be going nuts for the. You know, cocaine, Chicago Bulls.
0: Point is, I desperately miss sports. I'm having, I see. <laughs> I'm struggling. I'm watching a lot. Well, you of You and like,
1: me both got screwed this year, man. We did. You really want to talk tough. about it? We both got screwed in sports this year. Yeah, yeah. yeah I mean, yeah. Liverpool will probably still end up
0: winning the title, quote unquote. But it's going to be yeah, same. But it's going to be like in the boardroom, like because they made a decision to just end the league, and like the the
1: Lakers were so back this year. It's tough. Ron James playing just at peak level at such an age. You know, he's of an age where, like, you can't yeah. just count on him being great forever. And we had this season. He was great, man. And it's a whole... It sounds so minuscule. it and, for Kobe. Well, it sounds... Kobe I only know. died three, like, Think three about months that. ago. Ah. He hasn't be gone. You know, and it seems so minuscule. The Yankees would be back. People are going to forget that Houston are scumbags and cheaters. And it seems so minuscule to
0: focus on these things in this time when there's such bigger issues. But these no, are, like, the things that give people excitement yeah. in their lives, right? Like... Think about this for a second. The narrative for this Liverpool season was that this was the 30 year anniversary of the last time they won the Premier League. It has been 30 years. They're one of the most successful teams in the history of Europe, but they've never won the Premier League in 30 years, their home country. This was it. They had a 22 point lead with 10 games left. That's almost insurmountable. And now, who knows? right? Like it, the narrative is like even if they win the title, people are going to be like, yeah, the asterisk though. You, it was the, sh- the shortened season, right? It, it kills the. This was supposed to be like the Red Sox break the curse moment. Yeah. Ah yeah. oh, man. Yeah. Yeah. God I, mean,
1: damn it. I know. I'm with God you. God damn it. Ah, oh, it sucks. I'm with so it. Bad. it does. Oh, it sucks. It's the worst. Lame. All right. Go ahead. What's your number three? What do you got for uh, me? So I didn't. I didn't. I don't know sports. I don't got. Yeah. Sports. Yeah. No, that's fine. Um, what I was going to say is, you, you mentioned YouTube earlier, and we could talk all show about YouTube and, like, all the different content, mm-hmm. and specifically people put on quarantine-specific content. Yep. Uh, that John Krasinski, good news show, we had Steve oh, yeah. Bell on, it was awesome. It was really good. Uh, Leland Sklar, an all-time great bass player, like, in his 70s, was played on, like, every record mm-hmm. you ever heard through the 70s and 80s. Just started a YouTube channel, just playing through, like, the hits he's played on live on bass, which, like, you are a bass players wild to watch, man, just in his, like, <laughs> studio room. Um, but the biggest thing I would say, if you're looking for content and you're trying to break free, because one of the things I noticed. In quarantines, you can kind of get a rut and sick of your same yeah. old stuff because all you're doing is your same old stuff. Yep. And so you hate it all because it's all you do all the time. And now you've got all the free time, so you overdo it even more. Um, so something a little bit outside the pale to look that I found obsessed with is full concerts on YouTube. Mm-hmm. Oh, great. I, love I love music this. on YouTube, yep. live performances anyway. But um, you can go on YouTube and just about anything you listen to, any band you like, any yeah. band you're interested in, you search that band, full concert, HD, I mean, I'm sure everybody knows this, right? Like, I'm not, mm-hmm. this is, we're not covering anything new, but you kind of forget it's there, and a lot of bands are being very conscious of these times right now and releasing stuff. Like, yeah. I know, for example, that Radiohead just released, like, four or five full yeah. HD concerts from their own archives, just be like, hey, stay home, watch the concert. Seems like they're putting out one um, a week, it seems like, on there, or whatever Yeah, yeah. It is. And, yeah. Pe- and people are doing live streams, and, like, that's cool, too, if you're into that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm more like, I want to watch it when I'm there, when I have the time. Yeah. But going through YouTube, doing full concerts, um two specifically that I found that I think are really good for two bands that I love. Mm-hmm. Um, Pearl Jam at P- the Pink Pop Festival in 2000. Yep. They've got their legendary 92 performance, which, like, got the long hair and, like, there's all the iconic photos from that one. But the one in 2000 is cool. It catches them right in the middle, like, right after mm-hmm. Yield comes out and right as they're getting into binaural land, but yeah. they haven't really turned into old man band yet, and it's mm-hmm. a really, really fine line prime time for them. They play a killer set. Um, also, Radiohead at Lollapalooza in 2016. Lollapalooza 2016 uh it's on (laughs) i think their channel it's full high def you get the whole show they absolutely crush it um if you want the meathead pick just go watch uh pantera domination the Uh, official live video just watch that it's five (laughs) minutes it's worth it for the heaviest breakdown you'll ever see in your life on video um but there's tons of stuff like i mean you can get npr tiny desk concerts I got two for you. Uh,
0: one's a classic one. You can pretty much watch the entire Talking Heads Stop Making Sense concert, which is mm-hmm. one of the best like, live concert footages you could ever see. For sure. Uh, and then also, this is kind of an obscure one. There's a band I really like called Darkside. You remember mm. Darkside? Yeah, yeah, I love Darkside. So Darkside has a 45-minute full concert from the Pitchfork Festival mm. in Paris. I don't know what year it is, but it's the, the only one that's up
1: there. It's very good. I was going to try to prepare a hit pick. Dark side. I trying to prepare hit pick and I didn't have time before the show, and you you dark of me. God damn it! It's a good one. Um, Forty five minutes really good. Yeah, yeah. Um, go out there and see two um, guys on a I, stage. I no, but <laughs> I, even like if you get into because there's a lot of really cool in YouTube. There's a lot of great studio yeah. performance. Like they do like live at Spotify Studios. People or you're just gonna playlist of videos. But like just if you like music, then now is the time for you to really dig in and watch some live music. And yeah. like it's pretty cool. You've got. A, what a joy it is to have all these videos at our fingertips. You used to have to buy, like, a concert DVD mm. when you were younger. Now I can just pull up, like, any band doing anything. I've been Googling, like, that's how I found that Pearl Jam show. It's like you Google, like, all oh, best legendary yeah. shows from whatever band. Shit's probably on YouTube. So, uh, YouTube is actually my next selection. I have a
0: bunch of YouTube stuff on here, so I'm glad you brought this up. Oh, look at that. Uh, YouTube. What I find fascinating about YouTube in general is just the sheer girth of nonsense. Like, I got caught up watching a video that it was just a guy exploring a mine that got flooded. And he was in, like, scuba gear and going through the flooded mine. And it was just giving me thalassophobia. So I just sat there and watched this guy scuba diving in an abandoned mine. That sounds amazing. But that's like a weird... You're not going to see a TV show about that necessarily, right? Only on YouTube would you find some random person Mm -hmm. spelunking in a cave underwater. Like, it's just very strange. There's a lot of weird stuff. Weird Um, holes to crawl down into. And I'll give you the one that I most recently fell into, because there's a million one I could get into. But the one is I I started getting into this guy on YouTube. And look, be aware, most YouTube content created by providers, the quality is up and down. Varies. Varies wildly. yeah. This guy who I found—I don't even know how many listeners he's got. It's like Steve's reviews or Steve Reviews is the name of it. And this guy is a British dude. His videos don't look great, but he's got a good voice and he has a good opinion on this stuff. And it's basically reviews of kids' movies that are traumatizing, like kids' movies that have like violence mm, yeah, yeah, yeah. or uh, or like too much sex or whatever. Sure. Uh, and it's pretty interesting. Like I went sure. back and watched a bunch of them, and I forgot like some of these movies that I was a kid, like All Dogs Go to Heaven. And Coraline, in that movie Nine. I
1: mean, Coral, you were a full-on adult. Corey. I never saw Coraline, but it was like Coraline is awesome. You should watch Coraline. That's streaming. That's another one of my movie picks. Watch Coraline if you haven't seen
0: it. Uh, what was the other one that was on there? Uh, Return to Oz. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. Just lots I of know stuff. Some, yeah. And I've been really into. it. And I, I keep wondering, like, man, our kids' stu- kid stuff today doesn't feel as like it's trying to teach you a lesson in the way that a lot of this old stuff is. Like, you you go watch like Charlotte's Web, and you're like supposed to be sad and crying at the end. It's like supposed to teach you about loss, right? It's like yeah, a yeah. sad. I feel yeah. like when I watched, like, I don't know. I don't feel like I get that sad. I'll go go I watch want... Coco. Yeah, watch. Yeah, Coco was very good, actually. Coco, yeah. But no, Coco, nobody got no animals got viciously murdered on screen. Yeah, sure. But I seen his <laughs> <it just> <laughs> uh, yeah, that's a good one though.
1: He does a good job. But I just got in a deep hole looking at all these old traumatic kids movies. So mm. Steve reviews on YouTube. There you yeah, go. Yeah, there's so much stuff on YouTube. I, uh, in these times of cooking, there's so much good cooking content on YouTube. Oh, man, so like much. Like, people teach me how to make stuff. People should be trying new recipes, mm-hmm. for sure. Like, if you can get out of oh, yeah. the grocery store and be safe and, like, whatever. But now should be a time to be learning how to, like, cook and stretch and spread your wings. I made a a lot of wild shit I'd never made before during the quarantine, so... What and a lot of stuff you can learn from, like, YouTube and just roll the dice. What food content are you in right now? I feel like I everyone's in a Bon Appetit stuff, uh, I feel like. Yeah, but everybody's following Bon Appetit, so now you got to <laughs> so pretend. That's... Now you got to pretend. you got a bunch of... You've been Brad on the block for a minute, now you got a bunch of new Delaney's running around. I, um,
0: they they got really... They really stumbled into some great YouTube yeah, yeah. content.
1: Like, really, maybe the best YouTube content for, sure. for like, groups of people. Um, yeah, no, they do a really good job, and that, everything they put out, yeah. obviously, is pretty good, um... I really like my dude. Um, I think it's Orsara Recipes, old Italian man. Mm, yes. and there's a lot of people yep. who do that kind of thing. But this mm-hmm. guy specifically is my favorite. It's called Orsara Recipes. Uh, he's really good for cooking Italian. It's literally just somebody filming their grandfather. Yeah. He's, like really charming and like lucid and coherent, like from Italy. Angel and all, likes so that cool. guy. That makes yeah, sense. Yeah, yeah, it's. I mean, it basically, yeah. It looks like what a, who I imagine your grandfather to look like. Yeah, Carmen. I mean, yeah, from what yeah. I've seen <laughs> from a few pictures, you know <laughs> what I mean. One of them, but like, uh, yeah, that's good. I mean, for food content, I'm more about the. I don't have a specific place that I'll go whereas like I'll look and then whoever's got what I need right. you know what I mean like I made uh, for the first time I had been talking about cherry crisp and then cherry crisp in like a hundred years right since I was a kid but I loved it so we rolled the dice and we made something the other night you know what I mean so I looked up like a YouTube video who was helping me with something like that but I don't remember who it was from I don't have somebody specific I go to for that that's more for like music I've got specific people I go to for if I'm trying to practice or like rehearse get better with an instrument uh, all right, and I'll give
0: you uh, one last one on the way out. And this is also a TV show. This is also on Hulu. Uh, we were watching it last night. A little television show called Forged in Fire. Mm. Uh, Forged in Fire, for those folks who don't know, is a competition show. It's not that good.
1: It's good, but like it's not that good. No, it's not great. It's not, not for great. It's not <laughs> great. Uh,
0: it is a competition television
1: show on the History Channel about
0: mm-hmm. uh, blacksmiths
1: who yeah, come yeah. in and make swords. It's basically, like Hell's Kitchen, except they make swords instead of... Uh, now I'm not like yeah.
0: <laughs> now I'm not some like neckbeard edge lord or anything who loves swords or anything. I don't Ooh, care buzzwords. about. It. I know. But I, I think there's something fascinating about watching somebody craft something like something physical in sure. front of you sure, over sure. a period of time. Especially a
1: lost craft. Like I mean, blacksmithing is deep. Yeah, like, I know dudes that are still like. Carpenters and artists and yeah. masons, and that way. I don't know any blacksmiths. <laughs> right. No, Shout exactly. out if you're a blacksmith. We'll give you a booth at Handshake City. Uh, yeah, the I think. The problem is, Handshake City is going to be online. you got to do it at yeah, your house. It seems
0: really dangerous. Deeply That's dangerous. like one of the things I noticed when I'm watching. Yeah, yeah. I said to you when we were watching, if you gave me 10 hours in that forge, working with all the materials, and you even gave me instructions, I'm still probably going to like. Slice my finger open, or like Well, you know what the problem? Yeah. the
1: problem is it's not even just doing one of them. The problem is if you're working in that forge all the time over yeah. years and years of your time, mm-hmm. it's a matter of time till something happens to you. You know what I mean? Those guys' yeah. hands are probably made out of stone. You know what I mean? So, Uh yeah, really fascinating. It's not a, not the
0: best show. But it's another easy watch. You get a good laugh out of it. A lot of the characters are pretty bad. Like the people who play the judge. No, the people who are the judges are all yeah, yeah, kind of yeah. weirdos.
1: Like, but you, like nice and respectable. Nice, people, nice right? enough. But it's, like, just, it's a real, it's a real subculture. Like you can tell. <laughs> yeah. All these people who are still forgers in 2020 who spend their time building swords in their home forge and recreating different various historic weapons, and the guys who are experts on those and judging them, they all come from the same world. It's fair to say. Amazing skill to have, though. Yeah. Like, wow. What a wild. Yeah, yeah, Practical I Practical about What I think about when it comes to like the forging and that kind of stuff is the resources to have yeah. the forge, you know what I mean? To have all the, the stuff to build the, like mm-hmm. a wood shop is expensive, but these blacksmith shops seem just a whole different level.
0: i got to talk to my friend, uh, Erica Zalatan, see if she's in on that Forge and Fire She likes all sorts of stuff. She does all that metal work and metal welding and stuff. Oh, yeah? let see go. if she can get her on the show. Erica, go on uh-huh. Forge and Fire and build some sort of dope knife. There you or, go, like some yeah. sort of sword. Yeah. All right. What's your last one, Kev, You got a last uh, content?
1: Sure. My last content. Um, I had, I had. There's kind of two. I had an album. Uh, Pro Jam put out an album, Gigaton. Mm. It's awesome. I listened to this week. And especially gonna, the yeah. first half of it. Um, it's an album that mellows as it goes to the back. And if you like mellow Pro Jam, there's still a lot of great stuff towards the back of the album. And really, they're doing some experimental things, trying some new different like, instrumentation, whatever. But the first half of it bangs. And uh, Jeff, I met the bass player is here to. Teach everybody lessons. I'm going to bite the bullet. Great bass playing. Is,
0: I'm going to bite the bullet this week and get Spotify, I think.
1: Oh, bro. You're, it's, yeah. my God. my god. I It'll be like, I, it's going to be like uh, an experience from my life that I'll tell you about. Um, but, not now. <laughs> the other thing I was going to say is my <laughs> other piece of, uh, of, this doesn't really count as content for <laughs> yeah, quarantine. Sure. But, but driving. Oh. listen. Now listen. Ah. Now listen. Mm-hmm. I, I understand that we're supposed to stay at home. We're supposed to be in our houses. Sure. And I agree, that's absolutely the right thing to do. But, one of the things you can do in quarantine, if you're feeling cabin fever and, you know, certainly if you've got the couple extra bucks that you can burn in your gas tank, you know what I mean? Um, if you can put a little bit of gas in the car, whatever you choose to do, you can drive anywhere you want to. Just don't get out of your car. Or right. if you get out of your car, you know, you can get out of your car in, like, a nature area. I mean, I've done some, since quarantine started, I've done some excellent drives up through, like, past, like, Racket Lake, Indian Lake, oh, all yeah. these beautiful roads up in the lakes watching spring bloom. Uh, going down south through the southern tier, you know, and going out, just driving all over back roads, getting lost. Take an hour or two and it's bright and sunny, get some music, or, you know, bring if you've got a quarantine buddy, you know what I mean, who wants to go yeah. out with you. Just a nice way to get out there. And you can, like, literally pack a lunch, throw it in the back of the car, and you find some road where nobody is. Or you find, like, one of those little pull offs mm-hmm. off one of the Adirondack highways with picnic tables that nobody touches mm-hmm. or anything like that. Go there, sit down, have lunch, be outside, get out there, and see the world. Because while it's not going out, you're still out there. You're not in your house. Mm-hmm. And. You can do as much of as you can afford to do. So I highly recommend uh, taking drives to people during the quarantine. Just don't get out and contaminate anybody uh, because you shouldn't be doing that. All right.
0: Uh, very good. Nice uh, nice list here. Some content material for you folks to dig into during your time at home in quarantine. Uh, all right. So let's get to We'll take a quick break and then we'll come back. we got a bunch of mailbag questions. And I have oh, a- man. Yeah. I thought you were
1: gonna wrap it up. We're still here. What's up, folks? I'm back. No, no, we're no, no right. I'm no, good no. with it. I just didn't know we got a whole new segment. We do have one more segment. I Forgot yeah, no, really interview. Interview. no interview. What are we gonna start? We're gonna start interviewing each other. You wanna interview the cat next week? Maybe. <laughs> yes. <laughs> See what the cat right. has to
0: say. Maybe hey, coronavirus affects these animals too. I bet. Yeah, it is weird. No interviews. Justin's here, though.
1: Yeah. found Justin. We found Justin. It's almost like no, an interview in itself. No interview.
0: <laughs> not taking any questions. Uh, it's funny. I'm, I, one of the main reasons I brought you in here is I, I was talking with Justin yesterday, and we were talking about, uh, we were listening, I was listening to the Rewatchables podcast. And they were sure. talking about the movie Ronin. Remember the mm-hmm. movie Ronin? Yeah, yeah. Uh, so they were talking about that was a big DVD movie, and they got into a discussion about the first 15 movies released on DVD. Oh, man. So this was on March 26, 1997. And these were the mm. first 15 movies that were ever released on DVD. Were well, they all came out the same day? All came out in the same day. It was all released as one big product dump. Mm. They were A Time to Kill, mm-hmm. Blade Runner, mm. Eraser, Goodfellas, Interview with the Vampire, The Road Warrior, Seven, The Birdcage, The Bridges of Madison County, The Fugitive, The Mask, The Wizard of Oz, Twister, Unforgiven, and Woodstock.
1: Those are the 15. It's a pretty strong slate. I
2: what? feel like Goodfellas is what I want first. So they did all old movies on the initial release. They weren't releasing new Not movies. Not all of them. Some DVD. of those are new.
1: Some of those are must they? In 97, stuff like Twister? Yeah. Twister's probably Stuff new like new A Time to Kill is Eraser. probably new. Eraser's yeah, yeah. Is definitely
0: like relatively new.
1: Yeah, Seven is right around there. Birdcage, Bridges of Madison County, Fugitive are all right around there. Bird Wizard, Wizard of Oz is like the 70s? Is old. No, Birdcage no, no, is the no, no. 90s. That was the Robin Williams one. Robin Williams and
2: Nathan Lane? Yeah. I'm thinking one fool with a cool Yeah. The cookies, yeah. Right. Oh I, yeah, yeah.
1: Fair enough.
0: I feel like Seven and Goodfellas for me were probably the killer app to have had in 1990s. I guess ninety seven I was 11. I was probably scared. Of yeah. You didn't, <laughs> <laughs> didn't want to watch any we of watched those. At seven
1: though. <laughs> like 18.
0: <laughs> um. So I have some mailbag questions that we're gonna break down, and again, these are mostly real. Uh, I have one okay. story I wanted to share with you guys, though. Um, this is something I found that was really horrifying. I read about this this week. There was a guy in Kentucky. He's the mayor. Okay. Yeah. Bruce Wilkerson. He came upon a woman oh, who had this. been living in the cellar of his house and he didn't know for how
2: long. Oh, yeah, yeah. You ever read about these kind of stories? Oh, my He's God. renovating the house, though. He wasn't living in it. He. This is like a secondary house for him. No, they... Oh, he was back working on it, so when he came to work on it, is why he didn't realize there may have been a person that's yeah, no, not but, there all the time. Yeah,
1: but this is a new avenue of darkness for you to open up on the internet because mm-hmm. this has happened before. Where they find Man. they find dudes living in people's crawl spaces yeah. Yeah. and in their thing? walls and in their attic and I like, do I our... in where they're not there? Yeah, yeah. That,
2: you ever seen that Busey movie where he lives up in the woman's attic and he's stalking her? It's creepy as shit. <laughs> i can't yeah. remember what it's called but he lives up in their basement they have no idea is the, the whole people movie. under the stairs or is that a different movie that's it an different entirely movie. different yeah, movie that's a very different movie uh so yeah just to make sure that no one's
0: living in your crawl spaces during uh during yeah that'd be that's horrifying to me yeah. like we've well, talked it's
1: especially because the times i've heard about and read about it is it's often been um like some younger woman that lives alone mm-hmm. and that and was and they find woman. out you know what i mean like that's For me, it would be creepy if somebody was living in my crawl spaces, but I can't imagine how I would feel. You know what I mean? Like, for me, if some guy comes out, I'm like, hey, fella, what are you doing over there? As long as I don't have a weapon, I got a pretty good chance. This
2: was a woman who was fleeing something and bleeding, and the reason why he caught her or saw it because there was, like, blood drops around. He's like, oh, this is weird. Went in and looked around. There was nobody there. Then the power kicked, so he went to reset the breaker and found the woman there, and she's like, I'm on the run. Yeah, then he's ran like, off. Uh, oh yeah. ah. They're after me or something. It's it's, just yeah. I feel like if someone he's said like what? To <laughs> me, what? I feel
0: like I'm a reasonable enough person where if someone told me I'm on the run from somebody, I might be able to like reasonably talk to you about it. Like, all right, well, let's. Well, he did not press charges. Well, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. Like, I feel like that's the right move, right? Like, you mean you don't want to arrest this person necessarily. They're not staying in your house voluntarily. Right. Or they don't want to be squatting in your crawl space, I imagine. (laughs) Some people 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 might. Some people people might. might. You got a
1: lot of darkness to unfold on the internet, so I'm going to tell you.
0: (laughs) All right, so, uh, I have about uh, seven or eight uh, lightning round questions, I'm sorry, uh, mailbag questions that were sent to us uh, so let's start with the first one, and this one. Keep them
1: coming because we can't come up with any any more content. <laughs> no, in I can't. So all the questions you got, we'll do whatever show. Um, send us a script. <laughs> uh,
0: so Apple TV earlier this week put out their Beastie Boys documentary. It's getting a lot of buzz for being yeah. kind of only okay. Uh, also this week, Chris Hemsworth says his Hulk Hogan biopic that he's starring in is still on the way. They just haven't found a script yet. Uh, which biopic? Well, he's still signing on. a
2: Hogan at. movie. I just don't know yeah. what about. <laughs> uh,
0: what biopic would you personally most like to see someone make? Wait, did they make a biopic about the Beastie Boys? I thought it was a no, documentary. Documentary, yeah. Well, they're making a biopic about someone for you, like someone you'd be the most interested in for them to make a biopic Oh. You're yeah, all right. Uh, I think my easy answer for this has always been Rod Sterling from The Twilight Zone. He has a really fascinating story about, like, hiding his Jewish heritage and, like, getting into Hollywood in a time when that wasn't, you know, when people didn't want him there. And... Yeah. Give me
1: a good Teddy Roosevelt biopic. I think
0: there's not a good Teddy Roosevelt biopic out there. Not that I've
1: seen. If you know about one, shout it out.
2: Ah, <laughs> uh, man. Drew Bledsoe. God, you love Drew Bledsoe. <laughs> you're, you're the one who's desperate for sports content. You just want any sports content. No, uh...
0: It's like the golden age of people making movies. You know about what
2: people. the best part of those are is when they make about people you don't expect or don't like. I don't want to see a super famous one. I don't right? need like, to be somebody
1: really obvious. Yeah. yeah, give me somebody weird who's got a good story I would yeah. not expect.
2: Like a Hulk Hogan one, give much like a Rod under Serling or Hulk Hogan.
1: Rod you know? Serling or well, Hulk Hogan is under for the culture at yeah, large, it's it's just true. not like people who watch wrestling. But somebody like Rod Serling is another good example where it comes out and people like. Yeah. Well, I know what Twilight Zone is. Oh, that was really interesting. This guy's actually really cool. I'm surprised it took this long for a Hogan one. Mm-hmm. I am kind of surprised. Well, I think Hogan for a while
0: was like not a figure people wanted to talk about for a little bit. Like sure, he, he well, got you bad also, press for a while.
1: And you also you wait too. You wait until somebody gets a little bit older. You know, you wait until yeah. somebody gets a little more far removed, a little more towards the twilight of their life. Well,
0: that's what we talked about with the the Eldon John
1: one that just came out. The Rocket. He's Man a little bit older. Still, that was just trying to catch on the Bohemian Rhapsody.
0: Right. It, seems, it feels yeah. weird to make a documentary when this guy's still kind of like out doing his thing. It's called it a money grab. Yeah. Yeah, yeah that's what that it's is. the new
2: wave, <laughs> though. It was sequels and reboots and then superheroes, and now we're in bio. Like, we're just doing right, movies we, about famous people now. We've that's been, new, doing. Well, we've that's been what, doing those. But that's, I mean, that's remember, like, the, the new, James Brown biopic. That's yeah, what we got. That's the, the new no, trend. President. I think you're going to see that's, a lot more. Uh, yeah, Chadwick Boseman. I think you'll see more movies about people now because we're running
1: out of. We've already been doing that. Too, running so out of Didn't you
0: just watch the one about.
2: Uh, the guy we've
1: like Mark Wahlhaus, the Richard Jewel yeah, one. Did yeah. you like
0: that?
2: You said you didn't. Uh, love it? not really. The heap was really good in it, but like I don't know if the guy like the story was whatever. I guess you know what I mean. Like Weird, uh yeah. That's the Atlanta bombing story. Yeah, because right? yeah. it, it was about the guy, but it was about the bombing too. You know what I mean? It wasn't necessarily just about Richard Jewell, even though it was Cleese called Richard was Jewell. lost a little off his fastballs. I mean,
1: it's in his 90s. He lost it. Yeah, I mean, he lost that off his fastball a long time ago. I feel like. I
2: mean, the movie itself is done well. Like, it's not a shit it's movie. Competently it's competently executed. Just, yeah, Ooh, yeah.
1: Is yeah.
0: there cause... a good John Wayne documentary out there somewhere? Probably not.
2: I'd be interested to see about. Jo-
0: I'm interested in, like, actors from, like, that earlier era of Hollywood. Like, the. It's tough,
1: you can't, it's tough to make a documentary about those guys. Yeah, he's a racist everybody's he? dead Oh, yeah I mean, we well, yeah, yeah, so, yeah. Yeah. Well, had a lot he get a lot of weird stuff like going down a lot of you know the dark side of John Wayne so to speak but everybody who was around then is gone yeah so it's tough to make a documentary without you know you can use historical sources and make one but then again who's the audience Do you remember those, who like, cares about a John Wayne documentary today like how large is that audience really
0: well, I used to like those what was it back this is kind of trash TV but I used to like those e-Hollywood stories E through Hollywood story. Cool. right? You mean like I used to start- like
1: behind the music on VH One. Oh. That was my jam. Behind the music. Yeah, you know, behind the music. I wish they could. Those should be back. on streaming yeah. somewhere, I bet. I'm behind good. the music, yeah. I'm good so. for
2: uh no music movie for a while though. If they're gonna make one, do it about a non musician. If i, I think you're like, over here, you know, you know what, honestly,
1: as a musician I Cannot agree with you more. Yeah. yeah. and Because you get, you honestly, like if you're somebody who plays music, and Sam, you might be able to back me up on this, and you watch a biopic where people are playing music and doing stuff, it almost pulls me out of it because I'm paying too much attention to that part yep. of it yep. that they don't mean to. And if they do something I'm, that's weird or incongruous, like the way it works in real life, it's just sort of. Uh, I'm,
0: I'm sure there's already been like documentaries. I'm surprised there hasn't been like a Nirvana movie.
1: There's tons. Soaked Bleach ton, just yeah. came out, what, like two years ago? It was huge. Yeah. Was
0: that a documentary
1: or was that a movie? I
0: don't remember. It's a documentary.
1: They made movies, too. That was the documentary. They made a movie, too. Kirk There's and the True like, crime. Like, Oh, yeah, I guess you. with the actor? Yeah. yeah. They're There's not going to make like, a Gus Sands an 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 movie. Gus Van Sant's Last Days was talking about, yeah. about that, too, I right yeah. think. There. Yeah. There's a lot of, like, uh, yeah, I guess I'm uh, over like a crime docs
2: on the Kurt. stuff, A documentary or a biopic? Because I'm always down for a documentary. You could probably get a Cobain... Biopic. Bio I, bio I feel like a Cobain biopic. I think that would be. It's, it's I don't tough think to play that, Cobain. I don't think you'd be that far off from it. To be honest with you. you're moving up these eras. You're going to get into. Yeah, these they've already kind of be the top guy. are to already from. there.
1: I mean, the kid, kid's been wearing Nirvana t-shirts for like six yeah. years strong. He's him? the top guy to pick from. What about that Prince era? Biopic. And they haven't done one in a while. Uh, uh, no one can play Prince, right? Who's going to play Prince? Think, yeah, they can give. They can, of course, they can get somebody to play Prince. Running yeah. 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 back again. Running back. Yeah, he's a chameleon. You can do it all. Try him back up.
0: All right. So similar line of questioning is another one saying, uh, "Have anyone seen the Parks and Rec reunion show that they put on this week? What's another show you would like to see the
2: cast have a reunion for? Don't say The Office." <laughs> mm-hmm. I did not see it. I don't know. I'll probably watch it eventually. I wasn't seeking it out. If they of course, can't. it'll be fun. Yeah, if yeah they sure can't it'll be fun. Be yeah, be in the same room, and it's just I've seen enough uh videos of zoom already <laughs> well, we talked that, about zoom like, already yeah. i don't need to watch a 30 minute show of them all in zoom chat That's i've just watched my thing You're i've like... been
1: i've been trying very hard to not watch any zoom videos because mm-hmm. i don't find it the content to be compelling um yep. In most applications. That's why I actually like to see the Mitchell Live video because I'm like, oh, somebody doing something interesting with this. This is cool. You know what I mean? Yeah, because you've seen the but Zoom even that More than 10 minutes of that is it's long. Yeah, for right? sure. Yeah. And that's got its own problems. But that's not just like, hey, we're talking, but we've decided to record our faces because we're at yeah. our houses mm-hmm. when we don't normally record our faces to do this talk. Um but yeah, I think I'm interested to see it because I like those people. I don't see those people yeah. do their thing. You know, I've spent worse 25 minutes on YouTube, believe me. I'd rather do that than like Two more of something else that's on all the time.
2: See, I preferred the threat level midnight coming of out course. in its full episode. So I'd rather they'd released like maybe a full extra epi- content, yeah, content uh, of okay. Parks and Recs instead of like I don't yeah, know be- what they would have been able to do, but they would. Yeah, I gotta be honest, I I'd rather like- have that than nothing. Yeah, I, I don't think. love but the threat level midnight concept of twenty four minutes straight with no cuts mm. of the audience back and forth. Was kind of a cool idea. It was like mm. the actual movie, you know. I don't yeah. love a, a reality
0: or sh- a reunion show unless it means something. Right? Like, I liked when Arrested Development came back on Netflix as a full show with the cast. Now, you can argue about whether that was successful as a reboot of the show, right, or an extension mm-hmm. of the show. But that's more of an application I like as a reunion. I don't know if I necessarily want to see a one-off oh, episode okay. of Friends where everyone's 50 years old. Do you know what I mean? I don't know if that's I'd rather see, like see, I'd rather see a couple uh, episodes of them hanging I'd out. I'd rather right? watch more than Friends one.
2: episode than a Parks one, because I think it's been longer. It'd be kind of cool.
1: Because it, it's been longer.
2: Yeah. yeah, it's been
1: longer. But in the format that we have to have now, the Friends would feel cheap. The Zoom yeah. thing might feel cheap if you try to do it with friends. Now.
2: Oh, right. I,
0: I guess I'm thinking about it from just like a... Yeah, yeah. A, from, a full, I mean,
1: I would yeah. certainly I always like more than less. I would always like more episodes than less new episodes. Mm-hmm. But when they do it, like, I'll always take a look. I can't see a reason why if a show I like got back together, I'm not going to be like, nah, you know what? I'm not going to watch that. I'd prefer they did something different. i always watch it. If Uncle Phil wasn't I'll always kick the tires. Tar- yeah. yeah. That if would be they number came one. and did it, though, I would still watch it. Yes. I would always kick the tires yeah. on it if it was a show that I liked to varying degrees of success, but I'm not going to, like, banish it. Mm. You know what I mean?
2: I was telling you, I don't know what they're gonna do because the show had gotten so bad at the end with the future jumping. That oh, Parks right. you hate the future jumping. Well, they're technically <laughs> you years. Like they're technically years. So we're like the continuity the and all that type of stuff. Like a lot of the no, stuff has no. so crappy that. No, it's
1: not a problem. No, they, I mean they were. I think it stayed. I didn't mind the future jumping. I know that you didn't like that last season. I thought the last season was still pretty good, but uh you just you retcon that. This is something that's happening now. That future jumping still happens. But this is just, like, kind of going back yeah. from those episodes. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's like, this is still present day, but that's stuff that happens. So you just don't reference any of the stuff that happens in the future jump. And this is pre-jumped future. Or in line with that I can't remember where the timeline's left. Yeah. I mean, and I'm and
2: sure it. they're not even going to bother with continuity, but... The Parks and Rec's always been a C plus office to me, anyway. So you are the ultimate hater. I don't. Like, I don't think it's that. <laughs> yeah, I know. great. I don't. You're one of the few people I know, though, who's pretty down on Parks and Rec. Most people, I feel like, it's like crazy high approval rating for most shows. Mm. Like, pretty. there's good seasons. Of, that's one of those shows where like individual seasons worth of Parks and Rec are good. To sit there and binge watch it for all start to finish or just a pass for me. That's all. That I don't pet? think the first season's all that great, and I don't think like the last three are any good. It'd be a no for him, dog. Uh,
0: all right, here's a different question. It has nothing to do with media. How many dogs is too many dogs before you're considered a crazy person? I mean, they—I guess they mean how many pets is too many pets to have? It'd be more cats. Oh no, because
1: those are two entirely different things. How It'd many pets? are the dogs.
0: Think. With cat Okay, so let's start cats with dogs. Cats are the crazy. Let's start toys. with dogs since that's the main question. You have two dogs in the house right now. You yep. had three there for a long time.
2: Yep. Would you have had a fourth? Is that too much? Um, I mean, probably. But I think about it like my mom had, my sister had a dog. I'm used to being around, maybe not living with me all the time, but the idea of dogs around are, isn't that weird with my mom and my sister and all that type of stuff, right. having their own dog. My sister's got two dogs. My mom's got a dog. I got the two now. I had three. But, like, so a lot of dogs, and Ferris and Sabrina always had one. Matt always had one. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. I was always using the dogs to interact with other people, if that makes sense. So I was never bothered by large dog groups. I don't think I would want in my house all the time. But I have a big enough like yard where yeah. I can cater to it. How many? Space, I think because
1: yeah, the question really is like, how many dogs could you see somebody else have before you be like, "What's going on with that guy?" Uh, why you going seven <laughs> dogs. Yeah, right, like, think,
2: depends if, well, if you're you, a trainer, you, an adopter. Well, and a also There's you all
1: just of, you just hit on something too when you said if you had the yard space, it. like if you've got a bunch of yard and space, like have seven dogs. Yeah,
2: that's killer. Rescue
1: them, It'd Be so cool to have, seven dogs hanging out out there, like living their best life on some land, but like. If you have like four dogs up in your apartment, ah, a little weird. I could see lot,
2: the adopting thing too, where like you might have them in a lot. Maybe you have four at one you're time, cycling but then them you have through, two, you and, and fostering then you have one, and then you have five. You know what, what I mean? Like, so for sure. I think cats are more crazy because you can collect those things yes. like coffee mugs.
0: Cats. I feel like cats is a steep slope. You say I'm gonna get a cat, and you have, you a have cat. ten cats, you're insane. And then you say five cats. Probably. Well, this cat, I shoot another cat, so you have two cats together. Okay. That's pretty common. You don't want the yeah. cats to be bored all day. Fine. You start If I walk into somebody's house and they got... jeez. Oh five cats. How about this? If the living room I'm
2: has cat concerned. furniture incorporated into their regular furniture, right? Ooh, so if there's crawling like cats the around yeah. their, their couch, that's mm. too much.
1: Some people might need that because their cat's never go outside, so the cat would just tear their well, shit it it apart. That's right. <laughs> like, right.
2: Um, I'm not building cat obstacle courses in my house, though. That's how crazy. You can have one cat, and if you have a walkway all the way around your house,
1: you're crazy. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> depends what you can build, too. Because if you're really yeah. handy and you just got that stuff, you got some extra carpet, you can do the cat a favor. You yeah. know what I mean? You're going to give the cat walk something it likes. Yeah. I think, oh, yeah, any, anywhere upwards of, I mean, five cats is a lot of cats. It's a lot Anywhere of cats. upward of five, I have questions unless you have a large number for a specific reason. Like, if you have nine cats because you want nine cats named after all nine members of the Wu-Tang Clan, hilarious. I support it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah right. um, any kind of thing. If you have 12 cats because you want to name them after Jesus' 12 apostles and call them your disciples, still weird, but, like, do your thing. Yeah, you got, sure, fine. You have a specific reason. Committing to the bit. For yeah, 12 sure. cats. Commit to the bit. <laughs> yeah. But if you're just like, oh, I don't know. My neighbor had kittens, so I took two more. I like... The probably all... cats is it gets, like, Gross.
2: Yeah, how many cat yeah. boxes do you have? Seven
1: cat boxes. They're shedding everywhere. They're just—it's a. I mean, if you have seven cats, cats have a ratio where like one out of at least one of those seven cats See, is going to be like a bad cat that causes problems. I'd rather walk
2: into a person's house with five cats than two rats. I would rather. Oh, walk into, I am not a mouse wait, are a the rat rats, are, a rats, snakes, are the rats or contained? Are the I rats have, contained? Or, I just think the idea of having them in your you house. Would you rather is
0: weird. walk mm. into somebody's house who has five dogs or five cats? Five dogs. Five dogs. It's not even a question, right? Five dogs for sure. A hundred thousand
1: percent. As somebody who's borderline allergic to quite a few cats, like I've yeah. been into people's houses where they've got five cats and I'm like, I can't be in here. Yeah. Um, And it's not that bad and it seems like it's kind of gone away as I've gotten older, which seems strange.
0: Like well, Charlie Dandergy into submission. A little bit,
1: even before that, but that's why I was always, I make a point, like when I had old roommates who also had cats, like I never yeah. let the cat in my bedding or like in my pillows mm-hmm. or any of that kind of stuff, you know what I mean? Like... Be, but it's just like, you know, being all up in. But I don't notice it so bad, but I think it's a cat-by-cat basis. Mm-hmm. I can't be at somebody's house with that many cats. Dogs is a party. If I come to your house and you got five dogs, that's great. <laughs> it's a great time. And you're hanging right. out with five dogs, is a blast. Yeah, something about the personality Six dogs, of a dog, awesome.
0: I think, is less. Probably cheaper to have cats. Nine
1: dogs, you number them zero way through eight, to like cats. Slipknot. Way cheaper to have Way, 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 cheaper, yeah. way cheaper. Less vet bills, less food. You know what I mean? Less accoutrements, less toys, less yeah. leashes, less... You know, lower vet bills, all sorts of things. Well, I
0: was talking, we are talking this earlier before you got here, Justin. Have you noticed any change in personality uh, with um, with Baby and with Drex since you guys have been home all the time?
2: Yes. Really? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I mean, I'm home all the time anyway, so they're pretty reliant on me as is. Yeah. But I feel like it's just the normal routine has, like, amped up. If, you know what I mean? So, like, instead of one walk, they're getting two walks. Instead of going outside five times, they're going outside ten times. Like they're really pushing like milking the them. idea, yeah, that they're they can do them. all Charlie's these things in excessive. Yeah, they know that the people are around and that they can be catered to. But yeah, they're just excess, I guess, is the more more or less. But
0: Charlie's desperate for attention in a way that I've never seen. Yeah, like he comes into a room meowing and screaming, you know, like for longer periods than he's used to
2: because he's used to people not being around. It's probably throwing him off. It too, is throwing right? him off, I think. Yeah. Mm. Uh,
0: all right, so I got two more questions here, and then we'll uh, I guess we'll call it from there. All right. This is a tough one. Everyone's sad that we can't go outside and enjoy the weather and play backdoor games,
1: bro. It's snowing. Right, I get it, it keeps snowing. <laughs> Whose question is this? What are
0: your What are your top games to play outdoors at like a summertime event or like an outdoor picnic or something? Ladderball, ladderball. I didn't even have that on my list. Latter That's ball. crazy. You, I, ball. I never play ladderball. I've balls. seen that.
1: Ladderball's sweet. Yeah. Um, I'm gonna, holes for soccer. I like ladderball.
0: I'm gonna. Sorry. Uh, I'm going to go out and throw the Italian answer and say bocce because it's uh, the course. best. Bocce is the best. You It's it. the best game. You knew it. Um, Don't say Can Jam, Justin. I mean, yeah. Uh, Some
2: that, people like Can Jam. Can jam oh, can I like the frisbee. I would also
1: was, rather play Can Jam than Cornell.
2: Yeah. Can Jam has yeah. limit. My answer was going to be Can Jam with limited shelf life. You can't sit there and play 20 games in a row. Things will get nasty.
1: True. Right. Some of
2: these yard games get a little cornhole gets too intense. People are too specific. It's like playing cornhole and can jam is like playing beer pong, where everybody has different point systems and rules, and it just gets messy. I need a generic. Why are there folks out there
1: who get sensitive about house rules? Yeah, oh yeah oh yeah tons of it's not it's everybody <laughs> I, uh, everybody plays differently I, no it's, it's true. not yeah, there's yeah, not yeah. a game you want to jump well, into at just, an outdoor event and, and be like drinking, oh we're playing yeah, this way that
2: i play no we're not sure. you know yeah, yeah yeah. i went to a ladder ball, ladder ball. I well, i'm say a generic game something that the rules don't change would be think basketball shooting hoops how, is always a fun thing i'm for excited me outside. if i go just somewhere course. and I see a volleyball net
1: yeah hmm badminton
0: I'm a little down on I'll never pass up a basketball we all had right. we have one down at the park
1: no, badminton's alright if, yeah. right. if, if, <laughs> <a laughs> if there was a if there a hoop badminton. at handshake
2: we would be playing there all the time and getting nothing done
1: yeah, it's true. that's sure. true that's, that's the
2: number one go- if you got a, a hoop outside people would just start shooting basketballs I yeah, that guarantee oh, cat. Yeah, yeah. yeah. sure. it's too
1: bad you can't play lawn darts anymore because lawn darts are pretty fun but they're super dangerous super dangerous crazy dangerous super dangerous chucked one of those up in the air when I was a kid I almost killed my dad's friend and I was like four or five, like that. Total, I was like textbook kid. Why you yeah. can't add lawn darts anymore? My going to be fun. Let me chuck it up in the air. And they're like ah, like I lobbed a grenade. It's tough. Yeah, you. They were everywhere. Yeah, everything. yeah. It's the seventies. Nobody cared. <laughs>
0: uh, all right. If you could, go, this is sort of a sports-based question. If you could go back in time, knowing what you know now. Would you still root for all the terrible teams that you root for that give you heartburn? Like, I guess in this case, for me, like if I could go back in time, would I still choose to be a Bills fan, knowing what I know now? I guess the answer is yes. Like being a Bills fan and the Bills being crummy is kind of part of the identity. I don't right? think.
2: Like, you, I see. I don't think you would. You don't think so? If you knew it was years of losing, you wouldn't even waste the time.
1: Who do you think his team would be? Uh. If somebody came what to team him,
2: for football we're talking here specifically? If somebody football. came
1: to him after that fourth Super Bowl and said, listen, kid, this is the best it's ever going to be. End it now, so yeah. So, what,
2: 94? 94. Col- yeah. Yeah, Cowboys if, if or Panthers, 49ers. He would have been a Panthers. Co- yeah, one of the expansions. They would have just expanded. Jaguars. Jaguars. Yeah, yeah. He would have
1: been like a Cowboys fan. He would have been on Adam then. Nolan
0: Island. Uh, the Knicks, I think, is. One that I would have a harder. I like the idea of the Knicks, even though they stink. It's you like, like the idea like, of
1: the Knicks more than like the team. Yes, yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> the Bills. I
0: think there. You could probably sell me and being like this is not worth the time that, I, especially when I really cared about football when I was younger mm-hmm. and it really was like invested in every play and yeah. every game. So much time I spent investing in this team that did nothing but disappoint me and make me feel bad. Mm. I can. You could probably talk me to being like, you know what, I'm. I'm washing my hand. I'm wiping my hands yeah. and I'm walking away from this. I've been mm.
2: pretty fortunate with teams. Lately, I guess mm. so. It'd be hard when I was younger, like the Red Sox didn't win when I was younger, but then True. they did. You know, the True. Patriots yeah. had a run, they didn't win every year, but they've been pretty good. Like, I so I had maybe seven or eight years of rooting for Drew Bledsoe before the Patriots hit, right? But that I still would have done that because I love Bledsoe.
0: I guess the argument is, and like, they weren't
2: terrible. It will it be worth it if like the Bills win like three
0: Super Bowls in a row in like 10 years. Do you mean will, will all the maybe suffering have yeah. been worth it, right? Of
1: course, yeah, of course. I mean, how much suffering? It's not like it's actually right, exactly. like, meaningful in your life. You know what I mean? Like
2: it's just. Well, it's like the Syracuse, the Orange thing. They finally won a national title, but like now it's been like almost twenty years and they stink again. So I mean, for that moment in 03, everybody for was me happy, and the only the only normal. two
1: teams in my life I care about are the Lakers and the Yankees. So I've got no room to complain about anything.
2: Well, here's a tougher one. You know,
1: even yes. when they have bad years, like Lakers had a historically bad stretch, <laughs> the Yankees have had some uglier years. but like at the end of the day, nobody wants to hear the Yankees and the Lakers fans weeping about no, all the tough true. times yeah. we've had to go through. You know, these I mean? are
0: these are wrestling based version of this question for you and me i guess and uh if if future today us went back to the day that vince mcmahon bought wcw and we told our younger selves stop watching wrestling right now would we have listened to ourselves
2: uh sparingly it's very once in a while (laughs) i think the idea (laughs) of wrestlemania spectacle is something that's hard to avoid all the time right on like a weekly regular basis, I think you could have probably made an argument to to do yourself a favor and not bother watching. I do wish, you
1: wish? Do, do you wish you didn't watch it? I, mean, I, I guys? No, but I wish I that did I didn't for a
2: good portion there after a 01 to almost a few years there's, ago. Because there's
1: there's a lot of thought and energy dedicated to something that no here's what brings you no joy. If here's it brings what, you no joy, here's what I think it is. I wish it's the same thing
0: I think about dinosaurs. It's not that I don't love wrestling and I don't enjoy the content. It's that I wish that I didn't have this big girth of memory in my like ram stored on like knowing who the intercontinental champion was in nineteen ninety seven. Well, I always tell I wish okay. that I
2: had I, I understand
0: a better truth. use of that spot I, of RAM yeah. in my brain. I tell in you Kevin when I,
2: I complain about it all the time that I equivalent or I, I relate it to being like a World War II history buff. Some yeah. people like history. Some people really like a specific sports team or a certain mm-hmm. yeah. sport in general and they're really good. Almost Rain Man-ish, mm-hmm. right? Where you yeah. just know a lot of stuff. Unfortunately for me that history stuff is is taking over the World War Two or the hobby I might like yeah. for 1812 wars you know, or something yeah. right yeah. you like, know more op- about
0: the NWA than you do <laughs> the war of 1812 yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly it's just the way it worked yes. out Some like wars it's you know yeah.
2: you get hobbies and like uh, it's yeah. historical so it has like, a long base to follow like mm-hmm. it gives me
0: heartburn that I could go on the fallout subreddit and be like actually the lore on this is very different let me tell you why you know, like I wish I didn't know that I wish I didn't have that in my brain right uh, alright Last one, and then we'll uh, we'll call it quits. So we'll go watch wrestling. Ironically enough. Uh, <laughs> okay, this is an interesting one. You're walking down the street. Nice street in the suburbs. It's called Utica. It's garbage night. Okay. You see a pair of sneakers sitting on the garbage. They're in good shape. Do you take them? No. No.
2: They're in the garbage for a I, reason.
0: I think you can throw shoes back out. If I pick up a pair of shoes, and take it home, and look at it, and clean it up. Oh, you can throw anything back out. I just, <laughs> you can I don't chuck anything look, back out. Why did this out?
2: person, were they so lazy not to donate them to a place that would, like the Salvation Army. A lot of like, people are lazy. They do value your money? Right, then, value. then why would you want to wear a pair of shoes to someone who can't even walk more than to their curb to throw them away? Well, I don't, the it's it's I don't care about the person. No, I don't care about the person. I'm just saying, <laughs> that's a stinky person. I think the, I th- well,
0: there's an issue there too, right? Like, secondhand shoes have their own like grossness
1: to them because like this was on someone else's foot for a long time if you got foot issues. I mean you hope they wore you hope they wore socks right? I don't wear socks all, sure. sneakers. True, sure. all the time. Can't True but almost all the time you do that's what you got a nose for my friend. Here's what I say. I think if the sneakers are on the garbage if you want them if they look clean and you give them the smell test they don't seem wet you're more than you're more than welcome to take them home. Would I ever do that? No I wouldn't. Let no. me tell you why. So you wouldn't I wear a size 14 to 15, yeah, depending on the brand a shoe. Point. Nobody's throwing out some size 15 but Air Jordans. If they did... All you wear the reason... most ubiquitous size that exists, like a 10, 10 and a half. Yeah, that's yeah, If you find some really clean 10 and a half like, Nike basketball shoes that somebody's getting rid of, you don't have like athletic shoes to wear, you're going to take them I'm home yeah. and look at them in now, the if light. If
2: I find 14s, I'm taking them for you.
1: You don't wear shoes like 40% <laughs> of the time. <laughs> that's <laughs> why you're gonna get, those shows, you're gonna get those creepy shoes. You're going to get those creepy shoes with your toes. <laughs> <laughs> oh God,
2: those, those give me heartburn more than anything five else fingers. in the world I do. Does
1: Ferris have a parallels? I
2: don't know if he does. There's
1: anybody actually. in my life I would bet has. I bet Ferris got. They somebody.
2: might now and not. Probably openly. Heather. They you guys remember not, Heather? I think I they have Heather. them Damn. and don't openly enjoy telling me that they have them type of thing, right? Yeah, like yeah, that's yeah. i gonna nobody I wants to me admit it because they've been bashing me for so long. They're yeah, we like,
1: miss Heather. I mean, I, I wonder. I bet Heather's got the the creepy little toe shoes. They are. If good. not, she's the thought about right buying They are real. good for
2: like water shoes, hiking, like definitely. What I mean, definitely. Do we wear them around all the time? They seem super useful. No, I've always Looking on
1: the internet, I'm like, no, maybe that'd be the type of thing. And I'm like, wait, where am I, shopping? I'm shopping. You know, shout out I to, going to uh,
2: the river. Shout out to water
0: shoes, by the way, from the 90s. Remember those? Yeah.
1: Shoes you specifically meant for swimming in? Slip on sneakers? Slip on yeah, yeah. The slip, yeah, yeah, slip on water shoes. They still make those. Those are yeah, good. Yeah, look they back still back make day. those. They've got some different brands that do something kind of like that. I like the Sanix that I've got are kind of like that. Or shout out to sneakers you don't care about anymore. Is that me being soft? That you'll just wear, wear in the river. Sneakers Is that me being
0: soft? I wouldn't want to walk in a lake just barefooted and all nasty. But you'll wear another person in the garbage. In a lake? Yeah, I'm saying if you went to like. Fourth Lake or something, you are not try to walk in the bottom of that water with your bare feet. On and that. the
1: sand? Well, it depends where you
0: are.
2: Some of the fish are down there. Are you wearing the shoes yeah. you took if, out of the garbage?
1: If you have to wear shoes in a sand-bottom lake, you're as soft as they come. What about, like, if it's a black, cl- If it's a clay-bottom muck lake... Like
0: Black River? You're
1: still soft, but it's smart. If it's river or anything like that, you're just doing your due diligence because you want that grip yeah. so you don't slip because you're walking on uneven stuff. When we stuff. were
0: kids, when I used to go camping... In a lake, though, no. no. Black River Water shoes
1: in a kid. sand lake is soft soft okay so we were kids black
0: river used to be like where we go fishing yeah yeah it doesn't and if you're in the black river all that shit's gross well you need grip it's It's, it's
1: that's that's not about grip that's i mean that's not about gross that's about being like safe and being able to walk because there's slime in the rocks it's uneven you don't want to like break an ankle something weird like that if you're going to like a
2: pine lake or like a glimmer glass or something like that sure no need Right, Wait, yeah, go barefoot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If yeah. you're going up like Paseco, where we go, it's all rocks <laughs> into the shore until you get to deep enough water, you might need a hard sole of some sort. I don't yeah, know. You're you're say, slide all over that's rocks what a
1: pair of beater yourself. sneakers are for. Yeah, yeah no, that's no. why you never throw out sneakers. Yeah. Ever keep the most rotten well, pair of shoes you have in some closets. You'll
2: take on. them from the garbage, though. I still say no. <laughs> so, water I mean, water shoes, them I'm not taking them them. You'll <laughs> take
1: almost anything from the garbage. It's unbelievable.
2: I've taken window panes today.
1: The the angular directions at which you choose to draw your clothing lines is, will no, be studied no, clothing, for years. i am taking a window <laughs> pane today. Would you make, buy stuff uh, from the thrift store all the time? Yeah, they get you washed. You sell clothing. They it's get the washed. Thrift. Yeah, that all gets washed. So wash the sneakers. Wash the sneakers. Shoes
2: are weird. Can't be putting sneakers in the
1: I mean, sneakers are a washing machine, You shouldn't. There. Shoes is a pretty broad category here, too, I guess, when you talk about it. That's true. A pair of like Timberland work boots is different than a pair of like Lovers. really clean yeah, Jordans yeah. than a pair of like boat shoes. Off of yeah, yeah. they come
2: up shoes where you're like, man, these things are worth. I mean, or are they what? just shoes, shoes right? Like- yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Any shoe. If there's yeah. Some, yeah. Yeah. some Pro Cats. Yeah, if there's some New
1: Balance Dad Pros, you can leave. <laughs> leave them. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah.
0: Uh, all right, folks, thanks for joining us here on our. Uh, are we still doing the
1: podcast? Yeah, we're no, we're <laughs> what's done. What's this is on? it. This here is, we yeah. are. Is this you it? Look for uh, sneakers in the garbage. Heather, uh
0: Heather, we miss you. We hope you're doing well. Follow Kevin at underscore Kevin Sullivan. Follow Justin. Shout out to our mailbag
1: friends. Uh, shout out to Mel again for making the mask. Yeah, who's Love better than you, you Mel? The best. Nobody.
0: Nobody. Nobody. Shout out. Uh, again, folks, be safe out there. Hope you guys are doing okay. We will catch you next week. Uh, sign our humanoids. Keep it tight. Woodstock lives. Uh, tape machines are rolling. We are desperately out of time. We will see you next week for another episode of the Unicast. Please. making Coffee. Coffee.